You're listening to a High Voltage Radio Network podcast. Find more at HighVoltageRadio.com. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Handbook for the recently diseased. Deceased. Y'all digging up my grave spot in that bottle. We're running because you want to see me huddle. God damn it, let me out a reaper in a bottle. Nice motherfucking model, Hermano. Need to buy your exorcist, bitch. I'm the best of the dead, but get this, I'm the shit. You know to want me gone from this prison and a maybe get the rhythm and pretend that I'll listen. You gotta get me out of the scene. One, two, did I come bounce on three? Evil bounce, stay beneath streets. Speaking of demons, I'd release me for these. Let me put it very simple. I get rid of the living, I push up inside of pimples. I'm with you. My mischief is a fistful, a middle finger split, putting it into the insult. See him trying to run around the five with the thick, little style, running Miley Cyrus. If I never died, if I never died, if I never let him live a lie, look at my stylish and professional. So you never know what better ghost I'm a theoretic, you have a center of devil's soul. Bet that you never know. Bless the kinetic flow. Guess gonna say it three times. Mask am I just fainting? I got that passionate display. Got that ghastly, ghostly face, and I know I'm an asshole. I'm a snake. Noxious gas provides that flame every time I craft a rhyme and rape. Fuck is crass and I'm rhyming dangerous. I'm a mastermind from that grave. Say I won't do two shows a night anymore, babe. I won't. I won't do. 
In this corner, he's known as the Slamborghini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. Pew, 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 pew. That's why they need to fucking donate. And I have one more thing. Just for everybody getting out of work. If it'll... Oh, I gotta go back. I hate Facebook. That's so gay with videos on there. How late to start playing without the uh, sound? Be like, yeah! So you gotta, like, go back. It's already playing. You ever just wanna get off work? Be like, yeah, baby! Yeah! Yes! Yes, yes, yes! Oh, man. I mean... I heard the greatest news ever today! My goodness! What is it? God, I just, I just want to get drunk and shit! Fuck I that. mean, I just, oh, yes, 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 yes! <laughs> Woo! I just want to scream, baby! Woo! 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 Yeah! Yes! Damn, that was good news! That that is very great news. Yeah. That changed my whole mood and day. Not me. Because <laughs> this motherfucker got me sick, <sighs> coughing all over the fucking place in the microphones. Oh. It traveled through the wires. Yeah. Oh, it's been just annoying. It hasn't been like full blown yet, so that'll be a couple days, I'm sure. It's only one day. One day it's of your One day of goodness, and then you're back to just annoying. Annoying everybody with yeah. the cough that won't go away. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That's pretty much how it works. I remember to the end, I had I hadn't written it down last week. The end of uh, Weekend of Bowie's <laughs> was that after they shoot, if you know the thugs, they go for the box office. It wasn't enough, so that's why they shoot fucking Bowie. But <laughs> Kanye dies too, and then they realize it, it was... and they fucking get a picture. They take their pants off. And get a picture and sell to the tabloids of fucking Kanye and Bowie being gay. And then they make a lot, they, they, they clean up, they get out of crime, and they fucking, they start taking pictures and shit of the paparazzi. I was thinking, too, we get Mark and Joe to play the fucking thugs. Awesome. Frada. They could do that shit. That would be perfect. Be fucking real gangsters in there and shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Weekend at Bowie's. Be good. Definitely. A Weekend at Bowie's starring Kanye West. What the fuck? <laughs> the bullet goes through And Bowie. Alan Rickman as David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> Was my Mike Mike's not here again? I think he killed Abe Pagoda. <laughs> Every day. I think he's just fucking got a crystal ball or whatever the fuck he does. What does he do? I don't know. Spell books he's... and candles and uh, He is a wizard. He's he's a sorcerer of the most killing old bags of shit <laughs> yeah. with un uncomfortably big ears. <laughs> I, I told you earlier I've never heard of the guy. Oh. oh, maybe they went to a sorcerer's convention or something together. Who, Abe Vigoda and Abe Mike? And Mike? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it is. He stole Mike's body. He jumped. He was exactly. like, fuck, this body is yeah, like old and falling apart. Weird-ass movie, The Skeleton Key or something. I was thinking about uh, being John Malkovich. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. And then, uh, so, yeah, Mike Vigoda's coming in later. <laughs> or maybe not. We don't know yet. He told you maybe? Yeah. You need to fucking get shitty with him, dude. 
Because I'm just going to keep getting shitty with you, bro. But if he's... It's two weeks in a row. Yeah, you can't have this on your show. Uh, yeah. But if he's... uh. If he's that other guy instead of Mike, if he's Mike Vagoda, then he Mike. might put some kind of like. Hey, Mikowski? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to take your body next. Yeah. Through I, the asshole. I don't want that. Fuck, you do. <laughs> you, you don't know how good that A. Vagoda cock is. <laughs> that was legendary, I heard. The legendary genitals. You, uh, you brought up uh, being John Malkovich, and I remember Pete and I watched that together. And yeah. it was one of those movies that when it ends, it just. Leaves this confused feeling with you where it's like, I don't know if I should be sad or happy or how I'm supposed to feel at all. But what a bizarre, yeah. bizarre movie. It's a really strange movie. It's good. And what else? What the fuck was I going to say? <clears throat> I just fucking had it and it's gone. It'll come back. What'd you do in the blizzard? Jerk off? Yeah, pretty a much. A lot, yeah. Sweet. In the snow. Yeah, yeah. we melted the snow. With our together. jets together, yeah. <laughs> he actually jerked me off into the snow while I jerked him off into the snow. Yeah, and it's it cool. The snow's go. That's why there's that trail there. That's, yeah, that's why that's there. That's why. Did you um, uh, did you talk to Lucas since last week? No, I did just you, <laughs> he was just on did my. Did you friend uh, him? He did. Fr I did oh, friend him on Facebook. Okay, but that's it. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> oh. I think he just doesn't stop from there. <laughs> oh, you, you told me about that email and. What you email? Guys ex exchanged numbers no and everything. No fucking email. <laughs> snail you mail. showed me pictures. Snail trail. Uh, I think you guys are just smoking. Did he leave a snail trail on your chest? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? It's the least he could do. I'm the one who leaves the snail trail okay? <laughs> on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, during the blizzard, uh, P and I just kind of we were trapped in this house for two days straight. So we. Uh, Watched a few stand-up, uh, what did we do, uh, Bill Burr? Bill Burr, yeah. Which uh, one, I'm sorry you feel that way? Yeah. That's the one I was trying to think of last week, or he was yeah, last week with Jacob Cantu, and yep. uh, that's the one that was amazing. Yeah, that one was, and then uh, Louis C.K., too. One yeah. The one where he was going on about deer, like how the... I didn't see that yet, I, I think Jules watched that, though. Yeah, the one where, like, there's they're such shit animals, he was saying. Did you and... watch the Jim Jeffries on there? No, that's no, great. I like Jim Jeffries. That man. yeah, that special on Netflix is great. Fucking Michael Frost wrote us a, a story. He wrote us a page in the back of a book. I think it's going on his blog too. It says Wednesdays has a certain charm. A certain charm for us Gregorian calendar folk. It tells us that the week is half over, the magical hump day, where we've also survived the Monday blues, the tyrannical Tuesdays. And is anticipating the downward slope back into an alcohol-induced weekend. <laughs> but what else is there to look forward to rather than making your midweek casserole and anticipating uh, some Arrow and Law and & Order SVU? Uh, how about some live streaming radio broadcasts for uh, people out there? We've experienced our share of uh, on-air radio broadcasting. As for me, it began as a small child listening to night programming with my parents. But today, technology has brought us many things, and one of those things is uh, live streaming radio. If, you use, uh, if you're a user of Twitter, then you know of web, web radio and podcasters are in abundance. But for me, I've discovered a true in-your-face program, which uh, takes daily events, frontline news, celebrity interviews, and humor to a whole new level. The show, uh, the Robin Slim Show, is based out of New Jersey in the same apartment building Jimmy Hoffa is buried in. <laughs> and airs every Wednesday, uh, 5.30 to 10.00 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from Slim's apartment, where the cables run for miles, liquor is poured into manly shots, and the beer is always in abundance and cold. From comedians to authors to actors and more, guests appear 
via call-in uh, or in person, as well as by happy listeners as yourself, which can call in live at any time to discuss the subject at hand. Forget Mancow and Howard for their levels of scripted shock jock mentalities. These two, backed by their on-air sidekicks, Mike and the Slamborghini, mm -hmm. just let it flow. If you're a sensitive viewer, then tune into Radio Disney <laughs> and a few other uh, Christian channels to cleanse your soul. Are they shock jocks? No, per se, but uh, by the key definition of the title presented, they are in your face with honest views and opinions. To an honest degree, almost appalling due to today's sensitive and political correctness, where most simply can't handle. Uh, they are honest on the point and are hilarious and real. If you're interested to uh, listen to dry, smart, live radio programming with soft-spoken words by anal broadcasters using unnecessarily, lo unnecessarily long uh, and smart words, uh, blah, 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 then this is no place for you. Uh, but if you want raw, in your face, without stigma of reading New Yorker during a cricket match, then the Robinson Show is where to tune in. And then he lists all our sites and shit on there. Oh, awesome. The way, the Thank crypt. you very much, Michael. <sighs> by the way, that crypt, that crypt is six feet under this very living room. Nice. <laughs> crypt of uh, Jimmy Hoffman. I think that's going in uh, the back of a book, and I think it's on his blog. I think it's going wow. on his blog. Um, Thank you very, very much, Michael. That is amazing. Nothing else from Stan Killens this week. No, Stan Killens. <laughs> that motherfucker. Hopefully he's dead. Killings. <laughs> Dr. Killinger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. Killens. Uh, uh, Henry Killinger. Ah, uh, he's on the way. <laughs> he's on the way for Abe Vigoda. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing? What's up? What are you doing? What am I doing? Oh. That's the wrong answer. Uh, I, I'm doing whatever <laughs> I... So what am I doing? What are you doing? Whatever the fuck I want to do. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. I have more Blizzard adventures. Uh, we also watched uh, Silence of the Lambs for the first oh, time. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can smell your cunt. Was it good? <laughs> I enjoyed it. That was a good movie. It, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> he just whips his cum in her hair. Did you laugh at it? Because I couldn't, I couldn't watch that shit without laughing. That was the only part I laughed at, mm. to be honest. The part where he... Oh, yeah, there was a couple other parts. That part and the With good... the van, would you? Would you help me get the couch in the van? Would you? <laughs> that shit, because they say that a lot in that shit. Would you? I'm, pr I'm pretty sure, like... I, I could see Frankie doing something like that. Could, yeah. Could you help me? <laughs> I kept laughing at just that character, Buffalo Bill, because I know that, um... Uh, Seth Green based Chris from Family Guy off yeah. of him, and you can really hear it. So every yeah. time that he talks, I kind of laugh at that. Wasn't he a great big fat person? Right. <laughs> Where's uh? What's the lotion in the basket? Well, this one has a video for this breaking news story. You have to wait for this till probably after break or something. And I didn't... can I share it? Oh, there it is. I didn't do any prep whatsoever for the blizzard. I, at the last minute, when it was already snowing at like 9.40, I walked to the liquor store and got myself a six-pack of beer, but that was it. I had yeah, no... I just make sure I have coffee and cigarettes. Yep, I, I had no milk, no bread, barely any eggs. I did fucking fine. And then you see on Facebook, people are always posting pictures of like the supermarket where all the milk is gone. It's like... Why? Yeah, man, they were all mobbing milk and eggs, dude. I got, I got like real. F I made like oh. a giant stew. That's what I was talking to uh, Michael Frost about when I worked at a, a Grand Union uh, supermarket when I was younger. One of the managers, Chuck, would get on every time, even if it was like a dusting, like screaming at the people, hurry up and buy the bread and eggs and shit. 
He would just go on the loudspeaker and fucking say that shit to them. I don't remember, too, the store manager, Brian, would just call you in the office and just, like, have a drink with you. It was really cool. <laughs> he was like, yeah, there's no jobs like that anymore. I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, like, Pete, he can do meth, you yeah. know, with his buddies cutting trees down and shit. But, yeah. yeah, for the most part, like, no, that was a supermarket. Like, you, the guy in the office would have a fucking bottle and pour you a drink and shit. Yeah, yeah. Pour you a shot, whatever. Like, yeah, they don't do that You'd shit see anymore. the principal taking little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you get called in, he'd be taking shots of, yep. like, old crow or something. <laughs> Sharing a group, going in RJ, RJ, and uh, oh, Gabe and Garrett from the Park Fanatics start their new season Sunday, February seventh, and they're reviewing the Jurassic Park ride. Oh, sounds fucking cool. cool. And then uh, there's one guy that followed us through them, and he was really cool. And I asked him if they fucking knew what happened to him, and they were like, no. And I'll pull up his Twitter, because he was really cool. He was really cool. He was always interacting with me. On there, really funny shit. And then I'm like, "Did you have you heard anything from Monorail Travis?" I'm like, "A few months ago." Monorail Travis. He's fucking. He's awesome. A few months ago, he posted some weird shit up there that he's he changed his name on there to closing account on Twitter. That's what I I, I think it was Garrett. I was talking to. Him. He's like, "Who does that? Who like shuts the Twitter down?" I'm like, "I don't know, dude. Why? What the fuck would you?" It's a little odd. And uh, it, it used to be some D Disney picture of the monorail was his um profile picture now it's just some chandelier i don't know if it's in his house it's just creepy looking <laughs> some light fixture in a house and uh the last couple of tweets because that's what garrett uh garrett said he's like this shit's fucking dark <laughs> like the last couple of tweets were like pretty fucking creepy and i messaged him like twice like since then and he never got back to me um i guess i guess it started into some racial shit because somehow it was going talking about the whiz I guess they redid The Wiz, which was oh, The Black yeah. Wizard of Oz, and then, like, something going back and forth about that. And then he goes, this makes me sick, good night. Then the last one, just goodbye, everybody. It's really wow. fucking weird. Yeah. That's... Did he commit suicide? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, sounds a little bit, like, uh, yeah. suicidal. Suicide. Yeah, I don't know. And before that, it was a picture from the 60s or 70s of Disneyland. Like, I miss this version. <laughs> that was uh, just a chandelier you said, right? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> right. The Wiz... Maybe that's what he's hanging himself on. Oh I don't fucking know, bro. We haven't heard from this guy. And I want to know if you're all right, Monorail Travis. So give us a call at 609-891-8896. And I hope everybody calls in tonight because we have a great fucking lineup, Ooh. including the 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're talking the Messiah. The Messiah. <laughs> Did you want to discuss that or no? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to say before, and I completely forgot. She's the first one to unmask uh, Ronna Cheese. Because I, uh, <laughs> I messaged her, and uh, I was like, yeah, somebody referred me to you. I want to know if you want to do an interview with us. And she was like, yeah. And then, uh, what was that? I sent the confirmation the other day, and she got back, and she said, yeah, I'll call. I'll call in 10 minutes early. I'm like, no, don't. Call in exactly at 9, because we'll have another guest. <laughs> and then this morning I got on and she said okay and then like a minute later sent an email I never responded to that I said is this Robin Slim <laughs> and I was like yeah it's a gag we do <laughs> do you still want to talk to us and she said uh, absolutely definitely <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> alright oh, so if anyone has uh, fucking questions for the Messiah and she's also running for president yeah, there's a whole lot of good shit Larissa Edwards if you want to look her up real quick she's on YouTube and all that horse shit uh, she's a fucking ill-mannered retard. 
I think it's Pretty great much. that we're going to have two it's con artists, not one but two presidential candidates. Yes, yeah. that's going to be a, a fucking showdown <laughs> and a hoedown. I'm just going to talk to where my uh, Ron Burlington voice. The entire <laughs> yeah. I also want to do too, which Ryan Quinn uh, suggested. I think uh, we may do it before the interviews start. Ron Burlington calls the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be great. Wow. Hopefully somebody answers. If not, Ron Burlington could just leave a message. You got to do like what he was talking to the pastor. Like and pastor. If, ask if they could like back you up for your presidential uh, election and shit. And you'll, you'll, you'll tell, you know, you'll say whatever they want. You'll say whatever they want. That's wow. Cool. Ryan, that is an amazing, amazing idea. That's awesome. And, uh... Where's that one story? Do you, uh, do you have the group open? Uh, yeah, I'm actually in there right now, but I dropped it out. Sweet. I saw you uh, starting up your promotion. Where was it? North Carolina or something? It was one of the first stories from last week. Yeah. Is I, I guess you went down and like were pitching your new uh, game? Oh, North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had, uh, we had Mattel... Were, they were uh, interested. They so, were. Uh, they wanted us to go. So, would you bring this... down a few uh, like mascots with oh, you? Yeah, we uh, brought a couple mascots. And nice. They, uh, oh. yeah, they... Child killed, another injured, <laughs> in North Carolina pit bull attack. Wait a second. <laughs> hungry, hungry pit bulls. They're stealing your idea, I think, bro. Oh. Unless it was you, Lumberton, North Carolina. Authorities say a child was killed and another was injured in a pit bull attack. Well, those bastards. Robeson Count. I guess that's a town. I, I don't know. I just didn't know what you did, bro. Seven-year-old Taylor. Where do they get these names? <laughs> Taylor Nathan West uh, was unresponsive with puncture wounds all over his body. <laughs> Who's leaving fucking kids with pit bulls? This is like every week anymore. Like Obviously somebody that's going to name their children Taylor and, yeah. and Jalen. <laughs> oh, it's two kids? Taylor and Nathan West. I thought that was one kid. Oh, and then Jalen. Oh, yes. Taylor and Jalen. Or Talon and Jalen. Oh, wait. They, there's Bitten like in the lower part of his body. Oh, no. Oh. He got his dick bit off. Snossages. He got circumcised. Now I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> the pit bull. Are you going to uh, incorporate that into your game somehow? That should no, be no. a stage, at least in a video game. Well, that might be like, all right, remember like uh, Crocodile Dennis where you'd like pull the teeth out no, of the oh. I've never heard of Crocodile Dennis. Oh, you don't remember that, that game? No. I vaguely remember that. Well, we're going to have played it, but... where it's like the pit bull's jaws has to do, perform the circumcision. I, that... oh, I was thinking oh, too okay. where you cut the stomach open and get the toddler out. <laughs> oh, cool, like a version of like Operation. Yeah, like yeah. pit bull surgeon. Pimples nice. are cool. Nice, I like that. Staffordshire surgeon. Are you going to work that into a commercial, though? Did you get footage, at least, when you oh, were down there well, of the pitbull attack? Well, it's still in production. It's still in talk. Who are you yeah. talking to about this? We're talking to Milton With. Bradley. Oh, I think we were saying Hollywood Christian Vogel. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got... Uh, yeah, I hope he's representing you, at least. Well, he he's, uh, he's, he's financing the project, you know? That's good. He's got a lot of money. He to told me you were taking out a second mortgage to fucking put this game out. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, be did worth your uh, landlord die in the blizzard? No, she's Fuck, not alive. that old bag of shit. Nope. I've been waiting. She's <laughs> one of the people who actually, uh, that morning, 
before the blizzard took place and I walked outside. She asked me, she's like, are you all prepared for the blizzard? I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, you got like all water and she food. She said, no, I'm bring like, yeah, me yeah. some shit, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I fucking pay rent for, you cunt. Uh, I didn't. Didn't prepare anything. Yeah, pizza in fucking North Carolina. I, and if, I need some help <laughs> yeah. over here. And if we really needed water, we could have just scooped a bunch of snow out and melted it. Yeah, see, so I got fucking oh, uh, I survival say, man with me over piss here. Piss in a pot and boil it. You could do that too. Or yeah, that's that not going to taste yeah. as good as the snow and the that's shit. Let's be honest. Got to shit in there too a little bit. Boil it for three minutes because then it'll be sterile. Well, yeah, with well, the urine and the and you just eat that. sterilizes. It's good. Pot. It's good news. Just like the Messiah is going to tell us all. Good news and good booze. I heard she caused the blizzard. It was uh, part of her um, powers. Well, she's the voodoo messiah. She is. <laughs> she's a witch doctor. I hope the Antichrist calls in at the same time. That would be a cool fucking... Ooh, Antichrist he messiah. Did call, he did call Ron in Burlington. last time, but I think he like couldn't... Oh. We couldn't understand him. <laughs> I'm just hoping somebody calls as the Antichrist. I hope anybody calls during the messiah interview. At 9 o'clock, at 609-891-8896. Write it down, because I'm not going to say it again, you cunts. Actually, I was wrong. The Antichrist didn't call last time. Satan did, but oh. he was having issues. Um, he didn't know how to modulate his yeah. voice properly. Yeah, he, he was uh... like probably talking way too close to him. Uh, like, coughing a little bit too much. I and... think he just had like a strep throat. In a rocking yeah. chair, rocking a little strep furiously. Oh, he doesn't have a rocking chair. He has a yeah, stool. Yeah, because it got taken away. He has a spinning <laughs> stool. That's what he's got. I heard he has a stool upside down. And him and three buddies sit on the fucking leg. Yeah, him it. and the three. Lucas Corvada. And, and Beelzebub. Yeah. Brandon. Brandon's like the dog with the three heads, but he's got three moles. He's got three moles. Like two big moles and then one stupid head. That fucking jerk off. Thank God. Thank God we killed him. <laughs> Fuck yeah! We should All have right. Lucas Cravada call in as the devil one day, Ooh. like have him be the devil. <laughs> we should play this and go to break, because you got to stop doing that shit. It's bad press, bro. Stop bringing fucking toddlers pit to bulls? fucking pit bull dens. I guess if it's North Carolina, the, you're you're uh, over the state lines. You know, you're okay over you here. You know what they say? Every any press is good press. Uh, yeah, even bad press. Yes, even babies with their organs ripped out by pit bulls. Yeah. Can, you could can spin that. You could spin that. Promotes exactly. like the other games. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And well, and who cares about the babies getting ripped out? Because apparently there's babies that are being born with their organs on the it's outside. It's a race. Exactly. It's a chase. We'll Hurry up next. and feed their face. <laughs> who will win? Nobody knows. Feed the hungry pit bulls. <laughs> hungry, hungry pit bulls by Slamo Toys. Hey guys, this is Bigfoot, and when I'm not raping deer and eating the Jersey Devil, I like to kick back with a glass of tonic water and a bag of pretzels from the Hangover Pretzel Company in Freehold, New Jersey. Try all their flavors. Sweet Heat, Brown Sugar Shittiman, Kabashi, and the original Zesty Lemon Pepper. They're an orgasm for your taste buds. You could find the Hangover Pretzel Company on Facebook, Twitter, and at thehangoverpretzelcompany.com. Or if you're like me and don't have a computer, go to your nearest payphone and give them a call at 908-839-5678. Tell the Bigfoot sent you.
These pretzels are making me thirsty. I love how Pete's stories always start <laughs> with the Jew or the N-word. So what happened? <laughs> Every day for lunch, you take it like a potato and you just like put salt on it and just eat a raw salt. Oh, uh, well, that's uh, from Opie and Anthony. Uh, <laughs> Sam's dad ate a bunch of gross shit. One was like a raw potato. And like one day, was it him or did E Rock have to eat it? The greatest treats of all time? Because that's what Sam's dad would call them. Like it was just a can of sardines. It was like. <laughs> Ah, uh, buttermilk. Oh, oh you ever butter. smelled even fresh buttermilk? It smells butter disgusting. Like another yeah. thing, if you ever uh, smell and it, it might taste good, is that New York cheddar? I think it is. It smells disgusting. Oh yeah, it smells like asshole. Ever man. seen that Limburger cheese? <laughs> I've seen head cheese, which you need to eat that. Ugh. That's one of your and blood pudding. A blood pudding? I think I've had that before, actually. Black I think you can pudding. get that at the deli or something. What is blood pudding? It's, it's like just... boiled fat and blood and Ugh. parts of like putting a pig. That's not it... pudding. Putting a and sausage. It just, it just solidifies or whatever. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. I uh, I just read an article that cheese is the number one stolen item in a grocery store. Really? Yeah, a little fun fact. It's Weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why people steal cheese, really but like, I think like, like a slice out of a pack or like a whole brick of it. I just kind of read the head headline, but the pictures were like a block, so I'm assuming people just walk into uh, grocery stores and just start pocketing blocks of cheese. So like old ladies come in with their purses and yeah. they just like they just stuff like a huge block of cheddar cheese into their blouse or something. <laughs> I'm yeah. assuming that's how it works. Or their cunt. <laughs> Well, they Nature's pocket. Keep it. Keep it warm. Got to keep it, you know, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> they had a hashtag make a movie wider last night. That was pretty good. I haven't <laughs> seen any good hashtags in a while. <laughs> I had bleaches instead of beaches. New cars, because fucking white guys ain't going to buy a used car. <laughs> fucking full metal smoking jacket. Casablanco. Gringos of the Galaxy. Oh, that did get a like. I was going to say nobody liked Gringos of the Galaxy. Fear and loathing in Wisconsin. <laughs> Richback Mountain, because white guys aren't broke. <laughs> Borrowing Harvard, because white guys don't steal. Jacob's Limo, because white guys are fancy. Jacob's Limo. Right around in a limo. Driving Mrs. Dukakis. The second interview, because white guys get second interviews. <laughs> Father's Day. <laughs> the next one, I didn't tweet it was going to be, because it might be your bicycle. But... I didn't, because I didn't know if that was like a movie or not. It might be your bicycle. <laughs> it might be your bicycle. Somebody said, uh, and I was trying to think of one for Zach Amiri. Uh, David Blattman, at David Blattman, said, Zach Amiri, make a souffle. That was pretty funny. And uh, where's uh, Michael James? He tweeted, big trouble in Little Hocking, Ohio. <laughs> Catholic boys in the hood and do the white thing. <laughs> <laughs> Catholic boys in the hood. <laughs> That was pretty good. That was at midnight. <laughs> Diary, of, ah. Diary of an old white woman. No. That was a terrible I don't think you can have movie. the word white yeah, you in can. the movie if you want to make it whiter. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, I had Wash. 50 Shades of White. Oh, you did have 50 Shades yeah. of White? All right. Casablanco. Blanco is white. All right. All right. So. Wait, ca yeah, Casablanco. Good <laughs> point. Casablanca. I also what was Kill the, William. What was the Gringos? Kill William, because that's the proper name. Yeah. White people use proper names. What was the... Fight Society. It's Fight Society. And I had House of a Thousand Cadavers, because that's a fancy word, and white people use fancy <laughs> right. 
What were you going to ask, Pete? Oh, yeah. What was the Gringo one? Uh, Gringos of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Yeah, but wasn't there actually a movie called Get the Gringo? I don't know. It might have been. <laughs> yeah, there was. Sure there, there was. There was a movie called Get the Gringo. <laughs> the... Is it like a Mongolian porn? <laughs> I think it'd be more How's like... <laughs> have you been working with Christian on that one? No, no. That's, that's... We should call him right now. It's all Christian's idea. Fuck. <laughs> I was thinking, too, with your Hungry Hungry Pitbulls, I could, uh, we could introduce the double dogs into that. Which is my idea to fucking cut down. Bring soldiers home. We just get some dogs and we fucking sew them together. I was going to get a couple like strays. Sew them together. Get them all drunk. Sew them together when they pass out. And like just leave them in a mall. And like let them run into like the middle of a mall and just fucking maul anybody they see. You know? And I was going to take a video of that and I'm going to send it to President Obama. He's going to hire me to do this. He's going to give us big bucks. And I was also thinking, why not? Why not stop there? Why don't we just sew one on your back? A pit bull, and we call it the pit bull. Ooh, right? I like that. Yeah, that's awesome. That yeah. fits you well. That will make promoting your game even easier because you could be like, oh, we'll yeah. Sew the know, belly to your back, it. and then we'll put oven mitts on him so he doesn't like scratch you up. But <laughs> right. then last minute, you take the oven mitts off, and you like kneel down, and he starts mauling. I don't know. We perfect. Like get cruelty to animals. I, I, no, I don't, uh, no, I don't What think if we so. uh, clone you and send a cloning because we don't have that kind of budget? We just have you fuck a pit bull. We, we a lot just... of pit bulls. And we put a picture of Lucas on its back. You could so just you... clone me and then. That's a lot of money, though. Have the clone do that. Well. Have the clone do that. To pit bull with oven mittens on. So it doesn't tear up your rib cage while it's fucking you from behind. <laughs> I'd fucking punch that dog. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get it out of me sewing to your back. That would be a really, like, weak punch. I'd fucking uh, <laughs> cut him off. With a we'll get you knife. drunk and the pit bull drunk, and then you wake up, you won't even know the difference. <laughs> Where are you going to get this done? Tijuana or something? <laughs> In Slim's kitchen. Yeah. Gonna have to get a surgeon to come. And then we'll send a picture to Obama. We'll tweet it out, and he'll send us big bucks for that. And we'll ship you off to Area (laughs) Fifty (laughs) One. You'll be studied for decades. Sounds like a a winning combination. Sounds like a Aqua Teen Hunger. (laughs) That's what that fucking sounds like. It does sound like something that would be on Adult Swim, absolutely. Well, we could pitch it to them, too. It could be for the the military and uh, Adult Swim. You could have a TV show. Yeah. You're just the guy with the pit bull. You're giving interviews with a pit bull, like, sewing your back. (laughs) And and we could film it right at the military base. What if it turns around, takes control, and just starts chewing up the people that are getting... Well, they yeah, have to sign a waiver. They have to yeah. sign a waiver when they come on. They agree to that. Absolutely. That's the They're risk probably death row inmates anyway. We don't know who we're getting yeah, for this they, fucking show. I mean, they probably just, you know, they, they'll agree to anything. Yeah. Nice. We already know that pit bulls eat toddlers, so if it's sewed to your back, it's not going to stop it from You could also people. keep a couple you know? toddlers on you. We could sew a couple toddlers on your on your waist. No, that's just... That, would, that, that could be like keep, your secret weapon. Yeah, that would also keep the pit bull busy. Yeah, that's just too. Uh... They can like feed. They can suck your nipple. We can do them on the side, so they like. Yeah, uh, they, they might. Yeah, they, they won't like annoy you by crying too much because they're sucking your teeth. <laughs> what? The... Now that just might bring up a whole bunch of questions, <laughs> yeah. or a whole lot of answers. Why is Pete this way? Now we know. At least it explains a little bit more. I do have a dog story. If you want to do a quick news story while we are on uh, dogs. 
Uh, news story? Or, oh, I thought you had a, a, it a is story a news, from your life. No, it's, my life isn't that exciting. No, it was a news story. And I wasn't going to grab it until a glass wall at Apple Store. <laughs> that one's funny. But this one was just a dog found uh, frozen. But we got to watch the video because just <laughs> the reporting in this video. Uh, I'll let you guys be the judge. After this ad. There's some sound effects. I don't know where that folder went. I'm, I'm... What? This, this, this story is just going to be fucked up. <laughs> Hold on. tough on us. It can be deadly for pets. Metro Animal Control found a dog dead outside in the 3300 block of Hawkwood Lane. That is in the Parkwood area near Dickerson Pike and Briley Parkway. The animal's owner, Tamara Puckett, has been... <laughs> Pound sickles. That is a misdemeanor. As our Nick Calloway reports, the city... Dick Trickleson? urging people... Is that what she said? I don't know. I know the woman's name is uh, Tamara Puckett. ...their pets as the temperatures drop. Okay. It isn't just tough so, on us. Uh, it can be deadly for pets. Metro back. Animal Control found that is in the Parkwood area near Dickerson Pike and Briley Parkway. Dick Trickleson. The animal's owner, Tamara Puckett, has been charged with state animal cruelty, and that is a misdemeanor. As our Nick Calloway reports, the city is urging people to look after their pets as the temperatures drop. It's a misdemeanor, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, first they show a picture. There's two dogs. There are two white dogs, and they're hanging on a fence. There's snow in the background and some they're other dogs in the background. dirty as shit. They are very dirty dogs. I wouldn't want that dog to live through a storm. These two great Pyrenees mixes were they always together terrible. in the backyard on Hawkwood Lane. This picture was taken by a neighbor. It shows the two last March after a snowfall. Then this photo was taken <laughs> this morning. So, so the dog's shows, frozen now? Yeah, it wait. shows a picture of the two dogs having fun, and then he goes, and then this is the picture that was taken this morning. And it's well, a picture dog, of... Who cleaned the dog up? It looks one, a lot cleaner. Oh, my God, it's blurred <laughs> out in the background. One dog in the front, and then in the back, oh, no, no. there's just this big blur. Oh, no, no, you see, that's the ice that, that formed around <laughs> yeah. the dead dog. On the camera? <laughs> This picture was taken by a neighbor. It's like a mashup. Last March, after a snowfall, then this photo was taken this morning. It's like some steep water shit. That's but incredible. The in the background. Is dead. We blurred the photo <laughs> for broadcast. Why? The amount of ice that just formed on this dog. I that one was dead. Get a dog. Anita Selby is friends with one of the neighbors. She's the one who reported it. I decided I couldn't stand it anymore. She sounds exactly like she looks. Crushing to me. So I. There's nothing else good on the story. I just the, the way they did those pictures where it's the two dogs alive and then right after that and here's one dog. Why is one blurred out? I thought it was background. frozen dead at the fence. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the blur was like the dog crystallized or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> he saw it's like uh, it's like a Star Wars crystal, like Obi Wan Kenobi. Why even show the picture if you can't show the dead dog in the background? <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> they found a toddler like in the don't like the tauntaun. <laughs> that was a good one. 
Anything else? Any other dogs? Any other dogs? I think we're done. I think we're done with dog stories. They're my favorite. (laughs) Dog stories are the best. Except for that story, which is babies born with organs outside. This isn't epidemic anymore. Why would you keep that baby? I'd be like, get this fucking thing out of here. I would throw it. I would just throw it as far as I could. Why would you want that fucking baby? Why don't they actually give an actual picture of this? This I think there was. On other stories. I don't know. Maybe Google it. There's They're born video. with their entrails outside. But yeah, I'm sure it's just this cartoon. Plopping out fucking like born intestines. With a friggin' hernia or something. <laughs> <laughs> it shows how they treat it. Born with a hemorrhoid. I want to see how they treat it. They oh. cut it and tie it. And then you jump rope with the part and you they cut jump off. Rope it. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Fuck yeah. Low body mass. good shit. Low Use of alcohol. <laughs> I nigh. So, wait, the baby's moms was just drinking and shit and smoking, right? <laughs> the whole time. That's why Pete only does anal. Is born, it's very important to cover the intestines the and protect it from damage until surgery can be performed to place the intestines back into the abdomen. Would you, Pete? The way to place the intestines back into the abdomen is gradually by using a device called a silo back. The Is reduction carbon must be drapes, performed Pete? gradually so that the then becomes attached to the <laughs> And over the course of several days, we slowly squeeze the intestines into the abdomen. Ah, and once all of the intestines have been reduced into the abdomen, I thought they were just going to put salt abdomen, on it like a slug. We remove the silo bag and close the hole in the abdomen. There are two ways oh God, she's to so close the yeah. I'd rather see that again. She's disgusting. The traditional way. <laughs> I feel like her intestines nice are just going to bloop out of her opening. mouth right now. <laughs> what a fucking ugly cunt. She's a master of this fucking topic and she can't get her eyebrows waxed over a fucking dye job. What a cunt. I can't believe you fucked her, Pete. Those are impressive eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You got to admit. Those are manly eyebrows. Those are like fully coolie eyebrows. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I, I trim my eyebrows. Oh, there you say you have a boner. Hard. I do have a boner, but I trim my eyebrows. BL, I used to... your other friend, BL, who used to steal uh, your Pokemon cards. Yes. I remember he always, like, never took care of himself. <laughs> and one day at work, I'm like, dude, you got, like, five, like, three-inch long eyebrows. Like, oh, what do I do? How do I get rid of that? I'm like, just get a pair of scissors and trim them. Like, what? Them off. The best of the day, too, I told him, uh, I mentioned, like, bad belly button smell. And he's like, oh, belly button smell? I'm like, well, so you've never washed your, you don't wash your belly button? He's like, no. I'm like, well, go home after work and just dip your fucking pinky into your belly button and sniff. How and he's like, you? I'm not going to do it. And then the next night at work, he's like, I did it. I almost threw up. I'm like, how do you not wash your belly button? How do you, not, how do you miss that when you're like, yeah, not you're that out like in yourself, middle school, like, like that, you know, it stinks in there sometimes. You get a Q-tip. That's why I do Q-tip and soft soap. And warm water and just get that crust and shit out of there. That shit's disgusting. I just that. Not much. Spice in there and you, then... you don't have to do it much. Yeah. Maybe like twice a year, maybe. Especially if you have an innie. Because, like, if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> oh, and he's like, you, you were right, Rob. The best of the time, too. He fucking. And then there was a thing, too. Like, everybody knew to fuck with this guy. Like, if he came up to you with a stupid question, everyone knew to fuck with him. Because he came up to me. He's like, Rob, I don't know what this is. I, I think it's frostbite. And it was obviously, and I figured it right out, right away, it was a dot from a Sharpie. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I, I, I think it is. Why didn't you go ask Christian right over there? He's right there. I, I think a second opinion might be best. And he's like, Christian, this is like a frostbite to you. And Christian's like, 
dude, what? they're going to have to fucking cut that piece off. <laughs> but, but why don't you go ask the bread guy over there? Just some random bread guy. And then he's asking the bread. The bread guy's like, yeah. That's fucking awesome. we got to go That's to the amazing. ER. And he's asking everybody. And the best was the one time, too. What the bread guy came up to me and somebody else there and said, you guys, you guys are really rough on that retarded boy. <laughs> and so I told him, I'm like, BL, you hear what this guy's saying, man? He's calling you retarded boy. He's like, I'm going to yell at that guy. That fucking asshole. How dare he say that? He got up in his, he got up like right at the guy. He marks the guy. And he's like, did you call me retard? And I was like, yeah, aren't you? And he's like, no. And he just walked away. <laughs> he, was, he was all souped up to like yell at the guy. He's like, no. I'm not a retard, sir, and he just walked away. <laughs> oh, why would he do the show? Just got a IQ of 70, maybe. Last I saw him, he was missing a tooth, too, at least. He's doing good for himself, obviously. He's doing good for himself. Does he have any kids? Yes, and that's the thing. He, he found this party slut. He on, like, well, I don't know, matchmake.com or whatever, and party sluts galore. I don't know what the fuck the he went on. And this fucking party slut would come to work and lunch break, and, like, we're like, who the fuck's car is that? Like, the guys at work used to play uh, Frisbee at lunch. And my one buddy, Chris, was like, I'm throwing the fucking Frisbee down there and finding out who's in that car because his car was, like, parked at the end. And he's like... That's BL and his broad. Like, she was meeting him at lunch, and, like, they were fucking... Oh, man. And then, I guess he knocked her up in one of those afternoon delights. <laughs> and then, she dumped him, and they weren't talking for, like, a year. Oh, but he still has... While black guys went in, and, like, while the baby was in there, and stuff. Oh, fuck. And now he's got a baby with organs laying all over the place. <laughs> oh, that's why I heard it's guys. happening, because the black the guys black are banging guys. these broads, and it's just mushing everything up, because their dicks are so big. <laughs> right? Why don't you, why don't you do a little journalism, you bitch? Get your yeah. fucking eyebrows plucked and look into, <laughs> look into what's really going on, okay? Tell uh, America the real story. They're pushing it out. It's squirting out their belly buttons. And they have dick prints. <laughs> that kid doesn't. That kid doesn't. They the kids come out, out pregnant. The kids come out pregnant half the time, too. They, they omitted that. <laughs> oh, man. It's those big black dicks. My big black dad. So what's going on with Wendy's? Apparently they had a oh, Twitter yeah, talking shit. war. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like Burger King because Burger King started it. Yeah, <laughs> Burger King did start it. I didn't see how far it went. What I know is oh, that I um, just saw the one Wendy's. Thing. Yeah, I saw the one. Wendy's tweeted out that they have like a four for four deal. Yeah, you get four items for four dollars. Great. Yeah, it's like a fucking double burger. It's a yeah. soda. It's fries and chicken nuggets, and that's amazing. Because I always said, why don't they let you get some chicken nuggets instead of fries? Because yep. it's fucking. Yeah. And then uh, what? Burger King came back with five for four. Five for four dollars. Yeah. Like, so their their deal was you get Wendy's? you get four. Well, they said you get the four items for. Uh, I mean, you get five items for, for four dollars. It's yeah. four items plus a cookie. <laughs> and and then they go to Wendy's. They're like, because uh, five is better than four. Yeah. What so, do you think about this, Wendy's? So then somebody said to Wendy's, they go, "Well, how are you going to fire back to Burger King?" And Wendy's goes with edible food. <laughs> That's great. I just love to just talk <laughs> shit like that on Twitter. On Twitter. With edible food. But that's honestly, great. I could go for Burger King way more than I go. For, I got to kind of be in the mood for Wendy's. I, I, I like, agree with you. Yeah, I Burger like Burger King King's burgers the best. That, yeah. They have the good they, fucking patties, man. I, I love those, McDonald's, but Burger horse. King is my second. Burger King is honestly my second favorite. Did they get caught with horse meat and... <laughs> I don't oh, know. I heard, like, uh, in the 90s, it was, like, fucking mealworms or some shit. Yeah, something weird. But I don't know. Who the fuck Who knows? cares what it is? If you enjoy it, it's eating good, it, I don't it. give a if shit. If it hasn't killed us yet, 
I love that original chicken sandwich. That thing is amazing. Oh, yeah. That thing is good. I love the Whopper. I, but I still like, I love the double quarter pounder with cheese. So much better. That's my jam right there. You made this burger out of some mush roaches? Uh, Great. It tastes like, delicious. I like I'm just, I tell you, too, when I worked roaches. at a Burger King in high school, uh, every day I'd go in in the morning that I was opening, and I'd be like, I'd go for the buns, and there was like the bag was a little open, and some of them would have pieces missing. I didn't fucking know. Nobody told me anything, so I would throw, the, I, I would throw those out. I wouldn't use those because they had pieces missing, <clears throat> but I would use the one, other ones around it. And like uh, a few weeks later, my boss was like, oh, if you see those, just throw the whole bag away because rats are getting into them. No. You could have fucking told me that when I fucking started, you asshole. Because I'd been using the ones that were okay in there, so. Fucking I mean, rats. Oh. Rats been getting into it and eating, eating the fucking buns at night. Probably shitting and pissing yeah, all over the pro kitchen, probably. too. Probably, yep. Rat turds everywhere. Uh, it's the rat turds that gives... now I'm starving. It gives you the flavor, bro. It, it, it's fl yeah, exactly. Not it's like a season. saliva. There's another Burger King story I had just saw where this kid, uh, it was his last day, so he stole all the chicken nuggets, oh, like all right. the frozen chicken nuggets. He had a picture of I... him in his car just like seatbelted to the uh, the passenger seat. That's another thing. Managers never gave a shit, and uh, I was going to uh, Rowan College for the weekend. My friend uh, Ralphie, I was still in high school, my friend Ralphie went there, and we were going to go there, me and my buddies, and... Uh, Going down there for the weekend, I just stole a whole box. I just walked out. I, it wasn't even stealing because the manager held the door for me. She didn't give a shit. I'm like, I'm just taking these frozen whoppers <laughs> for a fucking beer barbecue at my buddy Ralphie's uh, frat house. And she's like, okay, I'll get the door for you. I a fucking case of whoppers, frozen whoppers, and I brought it. She probably ate. She didn't give a shit. All the managers there, except for the one that was like the lifetime manager, all of them were like training for other jobs. Yeah. Training to be a cop. See, I don't know what she was there the for. The managers, but... the one right down in Tuckerton right here, they're all like, most of them are lifers. Like they're oh. there. So they take their job we... way too seriously. I did work at another one in college for a little bit, and the, the guy, I don't know how old he was. He was retiring. I forget his name. He's, in, he's a fucking cool dude. Old man, but like I said, he watched like uh, not. I didn't say that, but he was a cool dude. But uh, I think his favorite movie was like uh, Pulp Fiction and shit. He was a cool dude. He was a cool old guy. He never busted your balls or nothing. And uh, he looked at me when I it was like one of his last days. He's like, "Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, whatever you do, don't get stuck doing this shit. It's just babysitting. I'm miserable. <laughs> Go home and drink every day. <laughs> I just constant thoughts of suicide. I think he said that constant thoughts of suicide. I, I'm pretty sure. Wow. And that's like stuck with me to the day. That man changed your life. Yes. That's why I'm doing a fucking radio show and not fucking. We're going to burn. We never did it anyway. I think one time later, like in my, I don't even think early 20s, maybe like late teens, I tried working in one. And like. Yeah, I worked. Not even two hours, dude. Like just left on break. Me and like I'm going out for a smoke and I just never went back. Me and Slim both worked at a McDonald's. That was that my was entire senior year. I, think, like I worked I said, at a McDonald's. I think maybe I was 19 at that time and it was just beneath me at that point. I was mm -hmm. like, I can't do this shit anymore. I think it, my parents were a little pissed at me. I'm like, I, I'll, I'll find something else. I just, I can't do that. Yeah, and I... I understand that, like, you got to do what you got to do for work, but, like, mm. uh, fast food, 
that will destroy uh, your self-esteem. Like that, that is true soul-crushing. Like that yeah. and a car tart. I can never do. I can. I'm sorry. I yeah. can never do that shit. I mean, yeah, there's people doing it, but and some of them are good people. But I, I couldn't do it, man. It's just yeah, like you said. For yeah, you. I did. Quite... I, I mean, I've had customers call me a, a retard to my face. Oh, I do that every day. Of, well, well, yeah, and on Twitter. That's different. But <laughs> to your face and on Twitter yeah. and Facebook. But I'm not trying to sell you anything. I mean, I you're was... trying to sell. Oh, you had customers call you retard. Yeah, I think like other people working there. No, uh, like actual customers. Oh, because me and Chris would, like... did a lot too. <laughs> I was... And we would tell the customers, we'd be like, "Call this guy." Retard. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he likes that. No, I can't believe a customer that would have the balls yeah, to say that to you. Customers, um, just all kinds of shitty things, that's man. That's really shitty. I was a yeah. cart tart for Walmart ah! for like one year, but that's because they wouldn't. I... They wouldn't let. I was in high school. They wouldn't let me be a cashier or anything. When I worked at that Grand Union too, like I said before, and they trained me in the pharmacy. I was in the pharmacy, but every now and then they'd be like, "Can you do carts?" I'd be like, "Yeah." But I was like I said, I was like eighteen or nineteen at the time. Yeah, I, I quit. Like, I quit it after like I couldn't take it after a while. <laughs> and, and like that's what they would ask me if I could, and I, I think I did it once or twice. And after I'm like, no, I ain't doing that no more. I also worked produce. That was a cool fucking job. Just in the back in this room, just cutting fucking I don't know lettuces in half yep. and just spraying them with water. It was fucking awesome. That place closed. I forget bankruptcy. I think Grand Union. We will have to. We have to remember the '90s with Lamborghini, uh -huh. and you have to call it Grand Union. Grand Union. And yeah, we'll go to break with that. We'll go to break, and then we'll be back from break. So just fucking stay right there, you cunts. And fucking order yourself some pretzels while you're fucking sitting there doing nothing. Probably driving, looking at porn like that other asshole in the store we didn't get to. But go to the fucking HangoverPretzelCompany.com, you cunts. Yeah, they got pretzels. They got great fucking pretzels. Let Pete tell y'all. They about got it. the original lemon pepper flavor. They got the um. They got the sweet heat, which I really recommend. They have the uh, cinnamon sugar, which tastes like French toast. It's amazing. And then they got um. What's oh yeah the the kasabi ones. Those are they'll burn your fucking tongue out of your mouth. And I don't know if they're out yet, but uh, he was saying the bacon flavored. Yeah. I, was there anything else with that? I can't remember. Big it was foot. just bacon. Big bacon. Yeah, yeah, it might have been like maple bacon or something. Big, really. yeah. Bigfoot himself recommends them. Fucking Bigfoot said when he's not raping deer. Yep. And Ed Helms or Ed Holmes? What was that guy's name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there? it was like Ed Helms. Ed Helmsley Jr. <laughs> and Ava Goda. It's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Bill. And we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real? We do. And we talk about it every Thursday. You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more. That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at HighVoltageRadio.com. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. Oh, I know. I gotta give a couple shout-outs, too. Are we on now? Yeah, I just oh. have to, my uh, when I them At Greg Hardy, uh, G-R-E-G-H-A-R-T-Y on Twitter. Go follow him. And at Stinky and Eddie. Stinky and Eddie. E-D-D-I-E. <laughs> Go follow them. That's uh, Greg Hardy, obviously, and uh, Peter Graham from last week, who was a great interview. And uh, he, they both donated to us. A GoFundMe, which is uh, GoFundMe slash Robin Slim. So go there and fucking fund me, fuckers. 
No, but and he also said, Peter Grant said, uh, you know, we have to get the unpaid interns some throw lozenges. And I said, yeah, he's probably due for vaccinations too. And we should get him spayed and neutered. And he's like, well, that would take the, uh, that would take uh, a lot of the uh, sexual appeal out of the show. I said, you're a genius. <laughs> so we'll hold off on that for like the last season, for like the season finale. What else is going on in the news? There's a lot of shit. What was that fucking jerk off? Well, I want to know what happened with this guy, the meteorologist from the Weather Channel. What was his name? Does it say? I'm sure it does in the story. Mark Gubla, Gubla, senior investigator with the Fulton County. Oh, no, that's the examiner's office. Oh, said Willington. Wiltgen? Wiltgen. Nicholas Wiltgen. 30 years Oh, it was a suicide. Yeah. Oh, he had a heart at the Weather Channel. They didn't bring him the coffee fast enough sometimes. Sometimes it wasn't uh, cappuccino. It was espresso. And he just fucking couldn't take it anymore. That delicate weather boy. You don't usually hear the, uh, the weather suicide man. by crashing his car. Usually it's... Lamborghini. Something simple. <laughs> Usually, in a parking or... garage. That's why I saw it was in a parking garage. And like, how do you crash a car that fast in a parking garage? <laughs> I thought he was like doing fucking donuts in a snowstorm. Is <laughs> on the blizzard. Can you imagine sitting there and like seeing that? And, like all of a sudden, the <laughs> car comes around the corner. And... <laughs> how do you gain that much speed and momentum in a parking garage? Like you gotta be going like, <laughs> yeah, taking those turns like real fucking sharp. It, it actually says. That he uh, he died by suicide when crashing his car through an Atlanta parking garage wall and plowing into an adjacent hotel. <laughs> that would be like the ultimate beer commercial. That's like Kool-Aid for fucking Coors. Like, that's it. He goes through the windshield with a case of Coors, and then everybody's like, fuck yeah, this guy rocks. And they're like smacking his ass and like dancing on top of the fucking dead weatherman. It's, it's a Coors Light commercial. Amazing commercial. Yeah, we <laughs> should get. Yeah, who are we talking to soon doing that? I'm speaking of commercials. Uh, what's the guy's name? I rebooked him. Well, that's Slambo. why I have the book right here. And uh, David Banks. Oh, okay. He would probably. Slambo yes. Slambo <laughs> Was a story he had in uh, the, the Coors Light commercial that he did. He was supposed to be dancing or something. And some girl in a bikini was supposed to be sitting on his lap. So he's like, he just threw her off of him and just got up and started doing this really dorky dance. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking David Banks is hilarious. <laughs> that would definitely... That should have been the, the pre, you know, the, right before. The guy should have crashed through the door. And he's like, fuck, I need that beer. And he should have threw the bitch <laughs> into the fucking car crash. That'd be great. That is amazingly hardcore, though. Not only do you plow through a wall, but then crash into a hotel next door to the parking garage. Where you used to live. Minorly injuring a hotel worker. Where you used to live, there's this old cunt that worked at the Walmart down there. She was a cashier, and uh, she was always such a cunt. Always such a cunt. She was always old. She was, like, rushing you and shit. Well, I had my shit on the counter, and I'm, tr I'm trying to pay for it. And she was such a bitch all the time. And one time she said something, and I said, uh, stop being a fucking bitch. And then she, supposedly she was complaining to people that worked there. And the one guy that worked there said, if you weren't such a bitch, they would, you, he wouldn't have called you a bitch. <laughs> but then I found out that her fucking grandson had killed himself. Because a girl dumped him, and he started driving up and down the main street in the town, like, fucking 70 miles an hour each way until he hit another car and shit and killed himself. Whoa. Yeah. What an asshole. So maybe that's why she's such a cunt. Or a bitch, or whatever. But yeah, 
know. That's even worse when it's you go out of your way to then injure other then, people yeah, in other your people suicide. Like this That's asshole doing the duct tape challenge. Yeah, the duct tape challenge. Which is what Pete's going to be doing later people. tonight. So, doing all the interviews. Apparently, there's this thing I've, I've never heard well, of. Well, there was it, a fire challenge videos. last year where people were setting themselves on fire. Right, yeah. Which is really stupid, but at least they were. They used to duct tape spaz all the time. We duct taped you a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. I got swaddled. Yeah, it was a swaddling, though. That's a yeah. swaddling. It's not it's gay, a, it's, it's a, a swaddling. It's a loving kind of thing. Yeah. So I guess exactly. the, uh, the thing... Protection. <laughs> the thing to do now is they call it the duct tape challenge, where you duct tape somebody to, like, a tree or a pole or something like that, and then they ha and you record it, and they have to escape from the duct tape. Or a naked Pete. Or a naked Pete. That could or be That's a good Mike's bit. punishment when he comes that, back. Yes. We're we going... duct tape him and you together naked, belly uh... to belly, or back to belly. You you uh, choose you choose and uh yeah and one of you guys fights your way out and the other guy gets laid. Oof. <laughs> I, I I don't think I should have to suffer. I don't think I should have to <laughs> not jerk stretches. off right now because I'm <laughs> really turned on right now. I'm not sure I should have a boner right now. Uh, is that inappropriate? Because if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. Now, so what is the you you actually had the same thought as I did because the headline to this is a 14 year old is oh. lucky to be alive after injuring himself playing a popular YouTube game and instead of like the duct tape game I so saw the picture. I thought he ripped the tape off and like pulled an eye out of the that's socket that's what I thought too dude. I thought this yeah. was some oh, kind of crazy dude, the pictures yeah. I could I was yeah. fucking freaking out I was like oh my god oh my god I, I couldn't fucking look at them it like took me a while so fucked up. so I, I was thinking that it was some kind of like like one of those fucking games in Saw or something where, like, you, you, the kids, the duct tape, tape challenges you wrap the duct tape around Hostile. your face and then you gotta stab a knife in your eye and yeah, then light the duct the tape out and then unlock saying. the clamp on your dick with the spikes in it and then uh, take the butt plug out and put it on YouTube. That's what I thought. And then piss on your feet because the glue only reacts to that and then you're out of the fucking, you're out of the death trap. Slamborghini so, doesn't rape you yeah. in a clown mask <laughs> with squigglies on the cheek. It's Saw with three W's, and Hollywood Christian has already made this thing. He's already filmed it. Yeah. But what actually happened? Saw. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Well, instead of to the, the sweet 14-year-old supper boy. Instead of the usual way of the duct tape game where they duct tape you to something, him and his friends decided, oh, I'm just going to stand up not attached to anything and you guys wrap duct tape around me and get out of it and, and get out of it and he fell and cracked his head on a curb and uh and, oh, and that's how we got all that f yeah wow that's a lot of damage Jesus for Christ. i saw somebody shared it and said like you know uh, it's a tragedy but stop being so fucking stupid and doing all this shit <laughs> and it's true like you got to do it and then i i mentioned that to you earlier and you said he supposedly i didn't know it was a challenge i've been doing it for years so he's yeah. the og he's the i'd be suing everybody else doing it and then somebody and then the mom i, I heard too she was like posting it and saying oh it's a warning don't do this how about you raise your kid better you fucking twat is that his mom? Are these other people who died during it or like did it? I guess. No, it's no, just. I don't know if that's what that is. The somebody challenge. Is the somebody challenge doing it? Uh, then the challenge went wrong uh, for this kid. I guess this douchebag did it. Wait, is that his mom? Right. The picture with him? What a, what a monster. <laughs> she is a oh, into a, I'm sorry, I lied. She is a tumor with legs. <laughs> a tumor with legs. Uh, he had a window frame. 
So, <laughs> so he went out the window frame and then the concrete? No, he, there was, was no Benny Hill music playing. There was no concrete or Superman music. Both of the way. <laughs> and then it ended with the Incredible Hulk walkaway music. Yeah, uh, um, but as he fucking bled out on the curb out of his <laughs> yeah. eye socket. Fucking yeah, it asshole. says it said they they duct taped him while he was standing up. He lost his balance and then slammed his head Slam into time. A, into a window frame. Slam time. So, so that was that. Oh, so that was only a window. What a pussy. Yeah, man, I I wouldn't let a window do that shit to me. I Look at my eye. Wink. Kind of looks like BL, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Wink. He could be in on so many schemes now. I know he's permanently winking. Wink. Why don't they give the fucker a patch or something? He's right. an eyesore. Wink. <laughs> he may get a patch from that. <laughs> that it's kind of cool. That's good, though. I heard those uh, really help you pick up chicks. Eye patches and, patches, and uh, yeah. parrots. Eye patches. Oh, yeah, I'd wear like a pirate patch every day. If that Over happens. your dick, right? Everywhere. Why are you duct taped to Mike later tonight? Actually, when I was During like... During the Messiah interview. Years ago, when I was trying to do that whole pickup artist thing, that's one of those things those guys say to do. They say to wear an eye patch. Over your dick? Over your eye. Because oh. <laughs> that will pick up chicks. What, but, what about a dick patch? Years later, I, I don't know about a dick patch because they won't see it. I guess maybe if you put it over your pants. I maybe. would say duct tape it and put it on YouTube and then fall out the window. That's what you got to do. You got to do the duct tape challenge with just your dick taped and your grass crack. And then you fall out the window, and you fucking lose an eye socket, and then your buddies rip it out and go, teehee, and they spank you <laughs> as hard as they can. And then your mom puts it on YouTube. Your mom sits there. And, and everybody has a good laugh. Films. And, and then you jerk off in a car and crash. <laughs> I did like the, the, their, was their post of this story said at least no one else was hurt. That's pretty funny, News 25. AB, is that ABC or NBC? Whatever the peacock he is. Drops yeah, drown in the car. This guy. He was jerking off on, I guess, a phone. But when the cops found him, he had his pants off. So obviously he was jagged. He probably had died with his hand on his dick. What? But who, I mean, he couldn't wait to get home to watch whatever the fuck he was watching. Oh, what a douche. Oh, he's 58 years old? Yeah, he's 58. Uh, at that point, he probably had ass cancer or something, or breast cancer, like that dude who got kicked out of the number one spot. But uh, we're coming for that. 58-year-old man. 58-year-old young. 50, 58-year-olds young. Young. Male. Throne. What is it? It's Beer uh... commercial. Weatherman. RobinSlim.com. On this article about the guy masturbating. Lieutenant Mike Shaw. died in the, uh, yeah. Told WWJ 950. We see people putting on makeup. We see people doing different things as far as hygiene goes. I've changed like, my clothes while driving. Pants and shirt. And not fucking crash. On the parkway. Or the turnpike. One of those. As far as reading books? I don't know if I could read a book and drive. That's a little much, right? Yeah, it's almost to the yeah, fact that there's but... so much technology out there. A lot of people are more paying attention to what they're doing other than driving their cars. I just... What, what so, hygiene? You said so you changed your cars, but like what... People Both. like fucking clothes. Uh, yeah. People Doesn't shave. The internet, while, like, guess, yeah. <laughs> this guy's jacking off. His wife was teeth. probably like, why is the front, the center council all sticky for <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete uh, killed that news fuck? story. <laughs> Which brings us to the next. Who the fuck? The Apple store. And I posted it in our show page and said they were very nice to our sweet boy, Peter, too. And I posted our video. I told him. 
<laughs> Apple guess, is the best. <laughs> yeah, Apple's nice. They help everybody. They talk to everybody. And uh, I guess if Riri God, he's ran got... into a glass wall up in... In the Apple Store? Oh God, he's got both autism and Down syndrome. What? what <laughs> Double, <laughs> Double dog. How do you get... How do you get so lucky? Oh, my God. That's... How do you get so lucky? That's like the lottery. Right that is. The... <laughs> oh, Basically, his mother took him to go get an iPad, and they went to the store. She was getting punched and drinking while she was pregnant. <laughs> That's what you were saying? Yes. That's how you get that. That's exactly what I was saying. And uh, the black guy was in it too, squishing out organs. So that kid was triple fucked. But they didn't tell you about that because this is years later after the other shit's been tucked inside and snipped. Okay, so what did he do? So they go to the, so wall. they go to the store to get an iPad, and uh, he sees something that he really wants, and he goes running towards it. And on it's the other like, side of a glass wall. On, yeah, it's on the other side of a glass wall. I pinned. Boom. <laughs> Basically, boom. that is exactly what happened. I pinned. I paid. <laughs> so he fell down to the ground, <laughs> and uh, the mom got on the iPad, and she asked the Apple guy if he can help her set it up right now. So he goes over to the kid who's on the floor, and he sits down with him, and they I set up the paid. iPad. And that's the story. They should, we should get him. We should book him for Ron and Cheese. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully they don't figure it out like the Messiah did. Cheese could. Man. He's got divine intervention, Dave Hodge said. Ron could teach him how to, you know, control himself a little better. Ron should bring him on his phone call. Because he's an excitable boy. He's an excitable boy. He definitely is. So wait, what did they give him? An iPad? Did they give him the iPad? I think he's still holding an iPad. Did they just let him hold it for a second? We're like, he won't remember. He's retired. We'll just take a picture and you... We'll take it back. It's such, oh, so they just helped us your, your awesome employee <coughs> sat with James on the floor of the store and set up the new iPad. Uh -huh. There are no words to accurately describe how That's the nice I am thing. He looked, the <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't give him anything. Zippy Zappy Awards. <laughs> Get it up, cheese. Take me to the park. Oh, life is a learning journey. Who said that? The woman, I guess. Uh, That's going on a, 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 a poster of us. Poster of us Life's with Pete journey. running into a glass wall. And I wall. walked away from this experience <laughs> with a reminder to always meet people where they are. And it's going to be oh, Pete man. smushed up against the glass uh, door with his cheeks smushed up and kind of smiling and <laughs> giving <laughs> you a thumb up. Like... Only when I <laughs> smash into a glass wall, I fucking shatter that. Fuck <laughs> yeah. You remember, you hear that, Lucas Cravata. That's He's talking about you. You He's shatter the glass it. wall and then ram he, into your a hotel. Your is his metaphor <laughs> for a glass wall. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be able to handle that. Oh, He's a oh he said he could take it. <laughs> Did you just call out Lucas? Oh, he couldn't take. He couldn't handle you. I think <laughs> Lucas is getting an email. Nah, dude. getting a, a, with a sound clip attached to yes. it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to actually. I wanted to rewatch that in interview trouble. because I'm oh, sure it was probably too. wonderful just watching him. Oh, I think you were <laughs> red. I remember our break was Jules just saying how uncomfortable Pete was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's kind of like. She said you were a little uncomfortable. I don't know. I think I was just laughing the whole time. That shit was so I think his, his uncomfortable. Too, I was laughing. Yeah. His uncomfortableness was like kind of. Infecting me. <laughs> I saw how uncomfortable he was. Yeah, it definitely wasn't comfortable at all. <laughs>
didn't give you a boner. No. Not uh, even like a happy. No, it kind of made my dick. Everything you said to like make him not want you more it didn't work. Because no. <laughs> he turned it around. And yeah. <laughs> he was turning around, guy. That's a well, talent right there. I'm not going to say anything homophobic because I really don't. You really, really like don't it. Care. Like, mm. And it would not uh, bode well for the show. <laughs> you already have a, a reputation as being a racist intern, yeah. so we might, you might well be fired with Mike. Homophobic. You and Mike might be out on your asses in the next snowstorm <laughs> if you fucking keep this up. Our homophobic racist executive intern. <laughs> That's why he's executive. Because off the air, we love it. Just not on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. You gotta, you gotta do it. That's why Episode Family is a great show on Netflix. Did you watch that? Yes, I did. I, I did, too. I loved it. I watched yeah. three episodes. It's just great. I love the TV episode. What was the third one? Oh, the the, the football game. That shit was good. <laughs> the son, the oldest son hates him. Oh, God. <laughs> It's a really good show. Because Mike said it, uh, well, the last time Mike was here, two weeks ago, and then uh, um, Diesel. Diesel posted it on Facebook. I'm like, I gotta fucking check this show out. And it was good. Yeah, I watched the whole thing, I think, twice. I really enjoyed it. Every, every Very episode? Very well done. Yeah. Nice. Pretty much, yep. Uh, so, like, uh... I don't know if you want to... Oh. I had one little thing. Uh, Pete actually, when he's not being our executive intern, he does enjoy to frequent uh, strip clubs, and we were we were talking earlier about it. And I I've never been to a strip club, so I don't know anything about strip clubs. No, I've never been to a strip club before. But he says it's like a lap dance is twenty dollars a song, and these girls will apparently try to keep you down. So I'm like, like, what do they do? They like they try to like grab your dick. Oh, the one just started grinding me real hard. So like when the song was over, so I literally had to pick this girl up. And David like, Banks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too when you brought that up. Put her down on her feet, and I'm like, "Yeah, here's your twenty dollars." <laughs> <laughs> We're not paying you though. How are you affording this shit? You got expensive taste, my friend. Oh. <laughs> they're they're okay with that. You could just you could just pick them up and come out of your life. Yeah, this place you can just <laughs> pick them up. I thought there was like a no hands policy was true. Some of them, but the, this one, the, the, this, this one, this one's a whore. This the one, one you like, frequents. I don't really frequent this. One. You ever <laughs> finger one. her? Or you're not no. allowed to do that. No, I don't know. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want that you on don't your finger. Any of that on your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you don't have a boyfriend. Huh. Named Lucas? Yeah, it is. He's <laughs> too busy, freak, with the strip clubs. <laughs> Throwing Lucas, strippers. We'll have to give the name to that <laughs> strip club strippers. to Lucas, and he'll just have to go there one day. As and the stripper, and then Pete will... Fall in love with it, yeah. take him to the back, and... As soon as I see that Adam's apple, man, that's when you gotta... Yeah, you whip it out, right? That's when you gotta question it. <laughs> it's like, question it after, right? No, I question it before. <laughs> so, yeah, you got... A little bit of apple stuck in your throat, it's like. <laughs> All right, on that note, it's break time. We'll be back. Oh, shit. All right, no. Hey, I'm executive intern Pete from the Robin Slim Show. These assholes get me wasted, bust my balls, make me shit in adult diapers, and yet I still come back every fucking week. I can't remember much, and I'll probably regret everything later on in life. 
But you can find these two schmucks, Rob and Slim, on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. You guys get that? Ooh. Making executive decisions. As only an executive intern can. All right, we're on. We're on live? Yes, we are. With S. Anthony Thomas, right? Uh, that's, what, that's what they tell me. <laughs> How are you doing, <laughs> S. Anthony? I wanted to ask you, will you tell us what the S stands for? Uh, I have to kill you. Okay, I was going to say, because I, I, our intern, he has links to private investigators. So we might have to get him on the case. <laughs> it know it, 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 to be hilarious is you'd spend like five hundred dollars to find out that to find out that the S stands for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know when I first saw the show it was S Anthony says, so I didn't know if it stood for shit Anthony says or or sweet Anthony. It could have been sweet Anthony. <laughs> well, that's that's what the babes say, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, because they have had a taste. Uh, you know, but but here's the thing, though. If you actually listen to the show, you would know that I would have no problem saying shit. That's what I did. I listened. I listened to the uh, <laughs> the cop one. That was amazing, and I did listen to part of the next one on SoundCloud, which was uh, when you met your dad. And uh, yeah. there was an Amazon rant, but I didn't get to listen to the whole thing of that. But the cop story was amazing. That dummy cop. That pulled you over for uh, your your stickers he thought were expired and they weren't and just the way you told it like kept me just hanging on like it was a, you you definitely have a way with that dude. I appreciate that man. You know, see here's the thing, and 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 this, and, and this is why I didn't even really get angry at him because I had already scheduled out my whole show, and then this guy he just I mean he tore around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, like uh, like uh, Bin Laden and ISIS were standing in the middle of the street or something, <laughs> and it's right. So, and I go, and I'm going, what, what? No, <laughs> oh, good to see you. Good to see your stickers, man. <laughs> I'm like, you like looking at stickers that are new? What the hell? You know, so <laughs> you know, so I just didn't understand what the whole situation was. But mm. I normally would have been upset. But because, as you know, when you have a show, when bad crap happens to you, all you're thinking is, yeah, keep talking, pal. You're a whole segment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I loved how at the one point you, you you were defending cops, but then you kept throwing in one time you had uh, another bad uh, interaction with the cops. That was, it was so funny because you, you kept, you know, praising cops, but then you would throw that in every every other line. It was just it was really funny, dude. Well, oh, thank you, man. Well, see, the thing is, I have a couple of friends that are cops, mm. and I have to see them. <laughs> <laughs> I got some family, and, not yeah, here, so, but in Maine. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, the thing is, is like I always try to keep it. You know, I, I try not to let it get angry because now I'm an older guy, so it really doesn't happen to me that often. Yes. But, but when I lived in Los Angeles, Jesus Christ, man! How long did you live there for, dude? I lived there from uh, from '93 up to about 2000. We're doing stand up, or yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. I went I went out there to do stand up, and I noticed that the difference. See, I'm in right, right now, right this second, I'm in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, but but the thing is, the thing is that what I found out was that you don't have to battle or go up against the good comics. That's not the problem. Once you get to the point where you're competing with the other good comics, it's not a problem. You can There's space for you up there. You have to get through about a megaton of shit. To get, it, it's to a, get a good gig? It's a megaton of shit comics. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're taking up the stage time. You know, you got a guy going there. He does stuff. People standing over. He says, "Yeah, ow. and you're waiting for your you're waiting for your turn." And some jackass goes up there. You ever notice how Gilligan's Island? Uh, you know, they can't get off the island. <laughs> Are the crowds different from out here? Because I, I I always figured they would be. Yeah. Uh, well, see the things is the crowds in in New York, Philly too, Jersey. You're in Jersey. And L.A. are kind of jaded because we've seen everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, I did a show where a person damn near died, dropped dead in the middle of the audience. Wow. We went to a show where somebody, some dude in a wheelchair (laughs) got so drunk, fell out of the wheelchair and hit his head. And we were laughing at it. (laughs) While I think we think it was his mother was freaking out, asking for a doctor in the fucking crowd. (laughs) The most important thing is you were slipping. You didn't get your phone out. Uh, <laughs> you freaking losers. <laughs> we were just way too entertained to watch. Oh, it dude, all. it was just like, wow, dinner and a show. Yeah. Yo, you guys are some punks. Get your damn phone out and zoom in real good. <laughs> world star. You gotta scream world star. It was funny, too, because this place was crowded. We were the only ones laughing, and everybody us, was giving and one us. one other comedian were laughing, and I was staring at Slim like, you are not going to stop laughing. This is fucking funny right here. Everyone's giving us dirty looks. And yeah. the, the waitress came up to me at one point, and she's like, oh, did you guys enjoy the show except for this last part? And I'm just like, That was yeah. the best part. This part was amazing. <laughs> I just want to send out a word to the audience. I, of course, found no humor in it. It's these sick bastards right here. <laughs> I would have ran over immediately. The lady that dropped, that fell in my audience, she was, she was laughing and having a great time. It's a packed house, wow. and she passes out dead. And I just I, I go into my you know my immediate mode. I'm like, okay, I, 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 my voice actually changed. I, I remember listening to the tape. I wish I still had it. And I go, okay, everybody, I need you to give her some breathing room. I need you to go get the general manager. I need you to do the. I'm going through all of this stuff, signing all you know, like Mr. EMT here. Yeah. And the second she gets out of the room, everybody's looking. They're kind of shell shocked, and they're looking at. Then they all turn. There's like 300 people turned and looked at me, and I went. Ha-ha, <laughs> you all got punked. Come on in, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then I just kept doing the show, and they forgot about it. Cool, that's cool. Which was hilarious. You know, yeah, but they're also probably afraid that I might off a few other people with my jokes. I was going to say, yeah, I'll get you next <laughs> if you don't fucking laugh. That's what I would have said. I'm not going to do that joke again. I don't want to knock anything to put anybody down. <laughs> it happens sometimes. <laughs> We had an intern a couple weeks ago. We were uh, who was uh, we were talking about Bowie when he died, and he he was talking about the next one, and then the next day it was Alan Rickman. I'm like, dude, he did that shit. He he called it out on the air. Could you do me a favor and make sure he never mentions me at all for anything? <laughs> he hasn't shown up in two weeks, and then Abe Pagoda passed last night. You know, so we don't know what he's into, bro. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Who, who is it? Does that intern work for you now? Uh, he hasn't shown up in a few weeks, so we don't know. Exactly. I off the bastard to save myself. I admit that in front of everybody. I, I knew exactly his superpowers of killing people, so I had him whack. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, he went out for wings a couple weeks ago and never came back. Yeah, yeah. maybe they put the... Uh... We're pretty sure our executive intern is going to fire him if he doesn't Yeah, we have a guy that's over him, so if he shows up tonight, there might be an argument. He he said he might be I've been getting, like, all the shit because this guy hasn't been We've been treating him very shitty because the other guy hasn't been here. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yes. 
you always have to pick out one person and crush the bastard. That's what I, that's what I always say. Find one person and gang up on them and crush them. <laughs> right. Welcome to the big leagues, man. <laughs> How long have you been doing comedy for us, Anthony? Oh, sweet God. Uh, I'm 47 now. And the first time I picked up the microphone, I was I had just turned 17. Wow. Or do you headline or what? Open? What kind of question is that? I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you headlined at that doing yeah. it that long. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, that happened about that happened about uh about four years in. Yeah. Cool. And uh, you know, that's why that's why you go to LA. You know, you, you get to a point where you can't do any better where we are, right? Yeah. And then you go to Los Angeles to have your soul crushed and then you come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's what uh that's why I, I figured it would be miserable out there i heard a lot of the people are uh, real phony too real backstabbing they won't tell it to yeah. your face we're out here at least people will you know well, i hear they punch you in the face and they flip you over and stab you yeah. you know welcome to south jersey welcome to new york, uh, new york. Mm. welcome to philly you know yes. uh, out there it was really weird because uh, you are you uh you you're born and raised in jersey yeah i came from the north okay. and now i'm down south oh so you went from giants territory to eagles territory yeah. <laughs> okay so you you just you moved from the dark side even though wait a minute are you a giants fan yes yeah uh screw you and i'm off this show right now <laughs> 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 but I mean, the thing is if you go to los angeles what it was me it was me and a buddy of mine we went out at the same time and we're both from from philly tough areas so as a guy from jersey you will you, like i said north jersey you know how you have to walk around that look and that way you carry yourself, well, basically you're telling everyone that sees you, don't even think about it or I'll bust your ass. Yup. You have to carry yourself like that. So we carried ourselves like that out there. But the people that were actually from Los Angeles were so damn nice that Philly guys didn't trust the damn thing they said. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're standing, we, this is before I bought my car, we're standing at this bus stop and this guy walks up, hey guys, how's it going? And we looked at each other like, fuck out of here. None of your guys. fucking business. This is a fucking jerk off. What is this? What, what are these? You going to be trying to distract me so somebody could take my wallet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were looking at this, like, look at this piece of shit. How, how are you? What time is it? I'll punch you in the throat. <laughs> like, and that's literally the attitude we had. We, I mean, the only thing we actually physically said was, what? Come on, man. Get out of here. <laughs> but on the way back, we're like, I wanted to, he said, he's the guy goes, I just wanted to slap the shit out of that guy with his fake ass. I went, yeah, man, yeah. And so that's, that's how we were. But then three months later, if you ever go out there, Watch what happens to you. You will be wearing sandals, <laughs> right? You're going to lose like 17 pounds and don't know you lost 17 pounds. And all of a sudden you start talking slower like this, man. Soft, yeah. <clears throat> Rob, man, how's it going, man? How's the radio show going, bro? Tubular, bro. Dude, bro. And I'm going, what the hell is that? I call back and my family's going, the hell happened to you, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like you know, like the weather, man, and the beach, dude. You lose <laughs> your powers. It's like it's like you lose your fucking superpowers. Yeah, no, because yeah, cause, cause the thing is, is it's so big, mm. it is huge. Literally, the street 
the street, no, no exaggeration, the street numbers for, the, for your house, some of them have six digits in them. <laughs> wow. So, like, like, like where I am now, you got, uh, you got the 225, okay, <laughs> or 2562. Over there was like 11865. How far do I got to drive to pick this chick up? I just want to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might take care of this my damn self, turn around and go home. Shit. <laughs> That's like <laughs> you know, five towns that. over here. Like, what the sure. hell is this? Half the you know? state. <laughs> I was going to say, the gas cost more than the food I was going to buy your ass. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, but it was, it was just really cool. I mean, I would go out there again, but it's like, you know, I, I probably will have to move out there again at some point. But, I mean, you know, but I, I like being in South Jersey and Philly and all that <clears> kind of stuff because this is where I'm from. Yeah. You know, mm. I understand everybody here. Yeah. Now, why do you say that you feel like you're going to have to move back out there? Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, if I can get away with not, I might just might. Be, you know, because at some point, you know, I may have another shot to do something big. And and they make it, and it's like, oh, no, you're moving to Los Angeles. <laughs> it's, like, it's not even like, well, can I do it from here? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're moving to Los Angeles. Cause I have to go back and mine. forth. He almost got a, a, a television program, a friend of mine, and he's like, yeah, you know, I could write it from here. And they go, <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, why not? Why not? <laughs> They're like, sucks. no, get your ass out of here. You got to meet people. So it's a town where you got to – it's not just – unless you're already huge like Louis C.K. or something, you can do wherever you want. Yeah. But when you're coming in, they want to see you, touch you, smell you, hopefully if they're attractive women, bang you. <laughs> you know, that's what they want. Wow, man, that's crazy. I was going to ask if you ever worked in television. I did BET and some and some some stuff like that. But the thing about it is, it's like every it's like they hand you the contract, right? Right before you go on. Well, not necessarily just BET. I'm not going to mention anyone else. I'm just going to say I did BET and some other things because I'm about to trash the other things. Yeah. So I will not be mentioning them because <laughs> I'm the one to get sued. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I did some other things, and uh, and like right before you go on, they walk up with this little new, this little paper. His finance will be on the rights to all of that. And it didn't bother me too much because I knew they were going to pull that bull crap. So I mm. wrote material just for them. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll sign it, jackasses." <laughs> 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 you thought you stole some material from me, didn't you? No, I wrote that. Man, I wrote that just for your punk ass, and I'll never shit. use it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there you go, jackasses. Wow. We, or we, they'll come in and change. Or, or like, say they tell you to do seven minutes. Mm. Some guy walk up. Yeah, the, the uh, talking duck did a little longer. So we need you to cut that to five in the next three seconds. Okay, go, go out. Wow. <laughs> like, you know, but, but uh, if you're doing your own thing, like if you do a podcast and the podcast blows up, I can do whatever the hell I want on my podcast. You could ever do whatever the hell you want on your radio show. Yeah. You know, and if we get to that point where it's like gigantic, monstrous numbers, once again, I'm going to do it from wherever the hell I want to. Exactly. That's why uh, we were talking to uh, an actor a while back, uh, Chester Jones III. He said he. I forget how many pilots he said he's he's filmed and they just never make it. They never make it to TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he said maybe like one out of thirty. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah, somewhere around there. Yep. It's it's it's. Yeah, well, I actually went to the taping of a few friends who shot pilots and uh, and I know what they wrote, right? Mm. I saw the scripts they wrote, and then I saw what they were shooting, and. It wasn't like they just changed a couple of scenes or anything. It was like, weren't you a dentist when you wrote this shit? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was like, 
So now you... <laughs> Yeah, how did you become a sanitation worker with a high-pitched voice? What the fuck? <laughs> the hell is this shit? You know? What happened? Yeah. yeah. I don't think... You're gay now? I mean, what the... You know, I mean, I, you know... I thought the other character was gay. Oh, they wanted the lead to be gay because they wanted the gay audience. You know, it's like, it's like gay people watch the same shit everyone else does. You don't have to make up stuff to be, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know... And so, so they just started trying, it was like, when they when they get their hands, because if it was like other comics who, who knew what they were doing, who had some juice, who were creative, that's cool. But there's a dude who, these guys don't even write their own checks. And they sign their own checks, they got some lady with a stamp, and they're writing the script for you. Like, get your punk ass out of here, I'll, I'll take care of this myself. You know? <laughs> Television seems to be dying too with all the internet and... Years ago, it was the reality shows, and it's like, mm -hmm. I don't even know. Is there any, like, sitcom on right now? Like, I mean, I mean, I, I, it's like, I, I'll be honest with you. I watched Two Broke Girls. Um, I watched that. First of all, um, have you ever seen that show? No, I never have. Yeah, it's it's a, you should watch it. It's a, I mean, it's okay, but <clears throat> but I'll be honest with you. There's a, I'm not to be a sexist pig, but I mean, uh, <laughs> You know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> My parents yeah. watched one called Mike and Molly. I fucking hate it, dude. Uh, They're both obese. One's a cop mm -hmm. and one's a teacher. And it's like, oh. Yay. So it's the fat people are funny sitcom. Like, right. oh, I can't stand Oh, kind of like Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne actually is funny, though. That shit had some edge to it. And... Yeah, yeah, like John Goodman. Yeah, and he, yeah, yes. the first, was yeah, the first four years. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the... The last. Yeah, <laughs> then I don't know what the hell. Because there was a time when that show was so damn good you couldn't believe it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like, what the hell, what the hell happened? You know, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like you get, go to a restaurant, you stick, you got this great meal, man, that's great, this, it's like Gordon Ramsay made it for you, specifically for you. You stick your fork and you eat, God, this is the greatest. You go to the bathroom, you come back and there's a pile of dog shit on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yes. going, yo, um... What happened to the Gordon Ramsay food? That's it right there. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's hamburger <laughs> helper. <laughs> and, you know, that happens to a lot of shows, man. You know, you're yeah. watching it, and then all of a sudden, man, it's like, what the hell is this? I felt that way about yeah. King of Queens, too. It was like, yeah, yeah, first two or three maybe seasons was good, and then... It was like, what are you guys um, doing? I, I, of course, can't say anything about King of Queens. I think it's one of the best shows of all times. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah, because uh, <clears throat> somebody I know wrote on it, so I can't say shit. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, the show's incredible. Uh, <laughs> they need to bring it back. They need to bring it back. I do like that show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, help me out here, guys. I, mean, oh, I love that old like man. Said, that that old man incredible. is fucking hilarious. Oh, that's Stiller's dad. I yes. Think. <laughs> Jerry Stiller? Oh, my God. You know, cut off. Get back to how good King of Queens is, damn it. You're wrecking my career here. <laughs> get back to that. King of you should have told me before. <laughs> we couldn't say anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was, I love the episode where the old man started the piano school, and he couldn't play piano, and he's just 
planking away on the fucking keys and all the kids are just coming out. He's just telling them stories and shit. And then the parents want to know why the kids can't play anything on the piano. Exactly. That is the best show of all time. <laughs> Keep that shit up. Say what you want when I'm out of here, damn it. But I got to deal with this guy at some point. <laughs> so, so Dave, you, if you're listening, it's not me. It's Rob and Slim. We, I didn't say shit. We love you, Dave. It was Pete. It was our intern. Oh, that's, that's he, BS. I he actually Dave. wrote all that. <laughs> he passed me a note nothing. telling me to say it. I, I didn't even that's want that's to. A, that's a blatant Yeah, line. when we were off the air, I said, the show's incredible. And these two bastards has ruined it. <laughs> There's very few shows that I've loved till the end. Seinfeld, even I hated the last one. Oh, but I I still love Seinfeld. But I love Seinfeld, and Cheers actually was one I and my I don't know about now, but at, at the time I, I loved it right to the end. I thought it was great how they finished that. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna top all of your show finishes with the ultimate show finish. And you can't top it. You can't even tie it. And I'm going to destroy all of you right now. <laughs> and here it comes. The last episode of New Heart. Bam. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say Aftermath. Normally, like, I, I even like the last episode of Seinfeld. People were trashing them going, this fits exactly the, what the style of the show is. Looking back, I like it. At the time, yeah, I thought it was a crappy like, episode. Yeah. Don't they like... That's the one where they watch the fat guy get, like... Get arrested or yeah, something, beaten, and, and they, they didn't get, help him? Yeah, yeah. That's a, and But robbed. They got mugged, and they didn't help him. And they just brought every character into the courtroom. It just was very cliche. Everyone just, they pissed off. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember that. That was... You, you can kind of tell when a show made a decision. They didn't go, we're going to do this whole last season and then we're out of here. You can go, look, you got three left. Finish it up. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell when they did that. They're like, go get everybody in. Get everybody now. Call them. Get them in this last episode. Quick. Hey, if you don't show up for the last episode, you don't get in. That's it. We ain't got any time for you. Right? You know, <laughs> and that's like that. Cause, uh, oh, you know, uh, even that Raymond, was, that Raymond one was pretty good because they just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Raymond yeah. was a cool show. I, I like the awkwardness. Of the family, I thought that was it was real. It was it the was dad, a lot of it was real. The grandpa was like the oh, best. Oh, he was great. Like... You mean Peter Boyle from yeah. Philadelphia? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the late great Peter Boyle. He was he was amazing. He's amazing as the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole it's like because the thing about it with that show was sometimes you have a show like two great people and a bunch of people that are kind of there filling around. You know, like like a like the 11th and 12th guy on the bench of the basketball team, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the Raymond show was like LeBron James, uh, you know, Steph Curry. It was like it was, everybody was just hitting threes all over the place. Yeah. I, I yeah. love uh, who was Chris Elliott on there, the weird brother with the cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Everybody did whatever was perfect on that show. The uh Fred Willard uh, as the father-in-law. It was, yeah. Everybody played perfectly for that role. Yeah, I mean, you know, cause I just, I, I, I liked Chris. I even like it was that show. He had Get a Life Back. Yes, <laughs> Check yes, the paperboy, like the thirty-year-old yeah. paperboy. Holy he shit, had, that was yeah. the best. And I even liked him. Uh, all right, uh, was uh, when he did that date when he was on Letterman all the time. The dude under the steps, the guy under the steps, and all of that kind of stuff. I never he saw a lot that. of wacky crap on uh, the Letterman show <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Too. I didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you look, look up Chris Elliott and David Letterman and look at that weird shit he did. <laughs> he is a, such a then. weird guy, but he's just so funny. He's so funny. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Scary movie where he had to. Oh, the gift bar? Yeah. yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, I just, the thing is, I just like, um, 
I just like really weird people. Yes, you know? me too. And uh, Tim and you know, Eric, like, like, like the kind of people that talk about, like, you know, sewing a dog to their friend's back, <laughs> weird ass <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I saw the first part of the show. Damn it! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> 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 I watched you sick freaks on Ustream. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I just listen to it, but I, I this time I said, let me, let me see, let me see me watch the video live, see what's going on. I've had a couple of people say they, they enjoy. Our friend Dan was on a few weeks ago, and I sent him the video afterwards from YouTube, and he's like, dude, it was cool to see you guys. I didn't say all that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that, that was one. One compliment uh, in two years that I've gotten. No, Bleeding no. Critic, too, I, I had said that. It was really cool. Yeah, no, cool some people video, have. Yeah. You, you should, see, once you tell me you're from New Jersey, I know it's time to break your balls. I have to do it. As soon as I find out, anytime I find out somebody yeah. that, that grew up near me, the balls must be broken. It has to happen. I appreciate <laughs> it. I saw that. I, I heard that in the, um, in the second part of your show. I listened to that you were from around here. I was like, dude, we have to set up. Set it up some time to come in, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because it would be really cool, because it's like, uh, uh, I, cause I, like, I like to do stuff, because like I said, the, the stuff that I have for my show, I, the, a lot of the equipment I have is, is portable, you okay. know, so like I said, so next year, I mean, probably later on this year, I'll be, I'm start recording some people, but I definitely would like to come in and hang out, that would be really cool. That would be awesome, dude, yeah. Fuck yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk off the mics about that. Damn right. <laughs> we'll also talk about how incredible King of Queens is because it was incredible all the way through. We will never stop praising King of Queens. <laughs> That's better, yeah. The glory of King of Queens. It was it was a great show. Yeah, yeah Kevin James was a great I'm going to steal Pete's credit card on the next break and order every DVD box set. Every season there of King of Queens. Go. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Now he's going to be happy. And uh, even I haven't seen him in a little while, I just can't. I know he's going to leave. But I know he's going to hear it at some point. But I just want to say that show was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been doing your podcast, as said Anthony? Oh. Uh, I've been on the podcast since October of 2013. Wow. Yeah. How was it back then compared to now? Was it a lot harder back then? Because we've only oh god, been, yeah. Because uh, I'm so used to doing stand up that uh, I. I got into it. When you do stand up, the punchlines have to be so close together. Joke, 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 joke. But yeah. I like to tell longer stories and surprise people with the humor. I like to put the humor in, in weird places so you don't know when it's coming. And when I'm, on, when I'm doing stand up, you know, you know it's coming at some point. But sometimes I'll do it when I, when I do podcasts, it's different. I can do it longer stories. <clears throat> and so in the beginning, I. I could stand on stage and talk for an hour and a half and do my stand-up, but the, for some reason, when I was doing the podcast, it was like 11 minutes. Okay, uh, this episode's 11 minutes. Uh, that's all you get? <laughs> uh, we did that at the beginning, too. We maybe did 45 minutes tops, yeah. and now we're doing four and a half. Like, it, it's crazy. It's a muscle. It's a muscle, because you, cause you figured if, you, if you've acted before, you've done those other things, you think it's just going to translate right over. It does not. I've done stage stuff. <laughs> Improv stuff, acting stuff, obviously stand up for three decades. Yeah. But man, I pick up this microphone and say, it's going to be easy. It took me several episodes to get up to a half an hour. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, and uh, some said too. as long as I want. But we, that, it took a while. Yeah. yeah, we used to blow through like 40 news stories too, and now we get like maybe five or six and we're good. Yeah. If that. Yeah, Sometimes we go a half an hour on one. That's the, oh, that's, see, that's the best when you can get that one story. 
and milk the crap out of it, get every nook and cranny out of it. Yeah. It's the same way you write a joke. Yeah. You find a topic, and it's like, I'm going to mine this crap. <laughs> yup. And so, you know, you know, like, you see, like, like Bill Cosby. Uh, well, let's not, well, I'm just going to talk about uh, the stand-up of Bill Cosby at this particular time. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> None <laughs> of the current stuff. <laughs> you know, but this man, this, I saw, I had an album of his. The dude had a, back when they had cassettes, Mm. One whole side of the cassettes was one cassette was one damn topic. Wow! Yeah, his stand-up was was on par, man. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. And, and but the thing about the, and and if you notice when you do when you do podcasts when you podcast your your radio show, when people listen to it, it's different, man. It's a different relationship with podcasting. Damn near anything else. When people see us do stand up and I love your show, man. That bitch you did about the this was great. But when they say when they hear your when you podcast your stuff, they don't say that they just like the stuff. They'll talk about the stuff they like second. The first thing I've been hearing is we love you. And I was like, Oh okay. <laughs> and at first it was weird to get like, you know, dudes mm. from Australia. You love mm. your mates. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know nobody in Australia was listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you know, all of a sudden I'm getting, the, you know, like the emails from Australia. And uh, and I was like, oh, okay. Then I realized it's very, when I started when I started listening to podcasts when I would travel, like in the car, or when I'm walking down the street, then I realized, oh, you're kind of, it's kind of like you're hanging out with that one person. There's a yeah. bunch of people listening. And it's even, you know, and so they have a personal relationship with you. And now when I get those letters, like, yeah, love you, mate. I'm like, yeah, love you guys back. It's cool. And I appreciate it. And mm. it feels it feels good. It feels good that they, they re- like I said, when somebody likes your podcast, they like your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yup, that's it. Shit, uh, S. Anthony, we have to actually uh, wrap this up, dude. But where can everybody find you? Well, sir, uh, and everybody, my uh, podcast is called the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Um, you can catch it on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or santhonysays.podbean.com. But you can just Google as, uh, the S. Anthony Says Podcast, and you can't escape me. I'm like water. I'm everywhere. <laughs> awesome, dude. Thank you so much for talking to us. Okay, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I love your show. Love thank you, too, brother. Okay, thank you. See you. Excellent. I will rate you Skype. <laughs> they always ask you a stupid survey. Tell us what you thought of her. He's so needy, Skype. Just fucking, just don't worry about it. She's a needy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going on a break. We'll and be we're back. gonna watch King and Queens. And we're gonna watch King and Queens. King and Queens, is the greatest show ever. <laughs> King and Queens, hundred years. www.kingsqueens.com. <laughs> 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 This is Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan telling you to come listen to our show, Old Man Orange Podcast. Yay! A show full of freedom. Say, assistant, you you got to tell you something, you know. I mean, me and you are good friends, you know. I've probably been a little bit of a bully this whole time, you know. Not not in a mean way, you know, but, you know, I'm not going to lie. You're a little easy to peer pressure into doing things you don't want to (laughs) do. We also talk about video games. If we made a Dr. Mario movie, you could at least make it like a Mario Brothers medical drama. Luigi doesn't know. He's like, well, he's wondering why Daisy isn't talking to him anymore. Luigi, you're out every night. You're driving that ambulance all day long. There's no time for love. (laughs) He's like, why can't you be more like your brother? He actually has a PhD. That ambulance, oh, it's always comes back to Mario, doesn't it? Why why don't you go fuck Mario if that's the one you want? (laughs) It's just very... I hate to break it to you, but that's what I am doing. We talk funny life stories. It was like, I go to the Heart Rock 
which is a little like Christian uh, restaurant. And they don't put that in the fucking outside, though. They really should. You don't realize that until you're inside. You're like, and okay. You look left, and you look right, and you're like, Fox News is on the. And then, yeah, and then you look at the cross, and you're like, Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! And you I'm already in here. I'm already in here. What do I do? Yeah. No. Like, I can jump through the window. Like, there's a perfectly good door there. I panicked. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just gonna happen. We also talk movies. Could Mickey Rourke could have been right there too. Spinbull's three. What's well, going on? a shitty fucking tattoo. He put a big dick on my back. <laughs> Look at it. Pulls a shirt. It's just like a big fucking veiny cock pulling a load in the back of his head. <laughs> Come on by to oldmanorange.com where we got not only podcasts, but cartoons, videos, and more. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Potomatic, Zune, and even YouTube. And laugh and learn with Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan on Old Man Orange Podcast. <laughs> Okay, kids, now just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Robin Slim Show, we are back on IPM Nation and Ustream with Mark Netter from Nightmare Code. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. No problem. Thanks for coming on and such short notice. That was awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. That's how we work. <laughs> That's cool. Where are you from, dude? So I'm originally from Albany, New York, Delmar, New York, actually outside of Albany. I currently live in Santa Monica, California, on the western edge of Los Angeles. Nice. What brought you out there? Uh, the movie biz. I wanted to get out here, work in entertainment. I uh, did for. I came out, worked on features, got sidetracked in San Francisco into the video game business for a while. Worked with uh, the creator of Prince of Persia, Jordan Beckner, on a few games, Last cool. Express. Ended up working on Tetris, and then came back down, and uh, I'm here in LA again. Oh my god, I got my kids tablets for Christmas, and one of the games they got is Tetris. I can't stop playing it, dude. I have a PlayStation 3, and I have, you know, plenty of games, and I, I just can't get off the tablet playing Tetris. It's amazing. It's a Russian plot to undermine American uh, productivity. <laughs> That's, they're going to come in. I feel like any minute they're going to come in, and the Cold War is going to be <laughs> full-blown. <laughs> it's all part of the Cold War. That's what it is. <laughs> but that's where you got, it said you had the idea for Nightmare Code from working in video game programming? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I don't know how much folks know about Nightmare Code. It's a sci-fi, psychological sci-fi thriller about behavior recognition technology, which essentially is something that was science fiction when we wrote the movie um, and isn't anymore. The, that's the idea that there could be a camera on you guys right now and somebody's looking at a monitor and they know what you're thinking and feeling, not just what you're saying. Um, and in our movie... I'll break the camera the, uh, right now. Yeah, there you go. In our movie, the technology <laughs> goes rogue and actually starts modifying the behavior of the people who are uh, who are actually trying to finish creating the program in the startup. And, How does it I, do that? Uh, well, you have to see the movie to okay. see, but there's something really uh, freaky, perhaps supernatural, going on inside of the code. And I think we leave it up for the audience to decide whether or not the code is... Um, is is it haunted or is it just an absolutely brilliant super artificial intelligence that uh, a genius programmer has created and left behind cool. after he's massacred everybody, all the executives in the office? <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know why, but it, and it it's not even related. But there was this movie called The Shaft that was about an elevator, and it turned out oh, that yeah. turned out there was like artificial intelligence in the elevator, and the <laughs> elevator was killing people. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, or the tire in our in our in our movie, the uh, technology is called Roper because it ropes in all the video in the area and actually ropes in people too. And uh, Roper is definitely giving characters the shaft. I would call it Al Roker. Every... 
Al Roker. Al Roker. Al Roper. Al Roper. Yeah, and so I had worked in games, and I knew how programmers talked, and I knew how programmers kind of – I knew what it was like to be under pressure. I mean, one of the, the dirty secrets of the game business, um, it's been a little reformed lately, is that you're under constant crunch time, and that's what mm. it's called when you – or eating pizza and sleeping in the office and trying yeah. to finish something for a deadline that some executive gave you that a programmer can't possibly hope to complete. One of my friends uh, went to school for it and said it was it was terrible. He didn't work long in it. It, it was really miserable. It wasn't as cool as he thought it was going to be. Yeah, there's actually been some scandals about it in the game business, and EA had to, Electronic Arts had to reform its policies ten years ago. I don't know where it's at now, but yeah, I've also. I've also worked in a, uh, I worked in a mobile uh, social network startup that was uh, a little closer to what they're doing in Nightmare Code, and that it was a, a technology that was backed by some venture capitalists, and uh, and it was also a case where you know pressure comes on, got to finish things in time. If you're not getting any traction, everybody in the office is under even greater pressure. Uh, troubled startup. Wow. It's crazy, dude. How many uh, movies have you worked? Have you written? Did you write Nightmare Code? Okay, so Nightmare Code is co-written by myself and a fantastic uh, co-writer, good buddy of mine named MJ Rotundi, who lives in New York. So we're literally on opposite coast while we're writing this thing, and I got the opportunity to do to do this because a, a video game company actually backed me, a development company called Spark Unlimited. And I ran home from this lunch where I met with my friend Craig Allen, who became our executive producer. And, and I said, look, uh, you know, Roto, which I call Rotundi. I said, we've got this chance to actually get a movie made after talking about it for so many years. Uh, they'll put a little bit of money in. Just co-write this with me. Just stay a few pages behind me writing the script. I'll write the treatment, which is essentially kind of like a storytelling prose without all the detail. And he did it, and then we, you know, worked that over until we had a good first draft, and uh, Craig loved it, others loved it, and we made a second draft and went out to actors, and we were shooting that six months from that lunch, five months from that lunch, which is unheard of in the movie wow. business. We were yeah. just very, very lucky. I was going to ask another, that long. Another three years to get it released, but yes, wow. we get it completed and released. But, yeah, the... The movie has over 600 visual effects, and this is a movie that's, you know, it's, if you're a fan of low-budget science fiction movies where they kind of over-deliver for you, we have over 600 visual effects in the movie. Um, there's the behavior recognition technology, there's all the different software screens, there's some uh, bullet effects and blood effects, and there's some interesting 3D craziness that happens. And all that stuff took about 10 months to do because we were doing it on a low budget with a great company called Psychic Bunny here in L.A. Um, but, you know, I have to say the time was really worth it. Uh, you know, I'm super happy with the finished film. The actors in it were pretty big. I, uh, the What was his name? Um, Andrew uh, J. West from The Walking Dead? Well, he, he wasn't on Walking Dead when he came to us. He hadn't been on Walking Dead yet. Wow. He had done some other TV work and some uh, indie features and he was just fantastic. I mean, he was uh, not only a great actor, and because I think you'll see like a crazy great performance with a huge range of emotions, but, um, you know, he's, he's also a very handsome guy, and he was brought to us by Mae Melanson, who was our lead actress. They had shared an agent, and they were friends, and she's fantastic in the movie. She had been in X-Men The Last Stand as Psylocke, some of your, uh, your, your fans may know. And she'd also been on the L word in a recurring role. And uh, they both had great chemistry and they were really fun to work with. And they put everything into those roles. So I can't be happier for Andy. I mean, I just, 
the fact that he got made such a big impression as Gareth on Walking Dead, you know, the, the yuppie cannibal, is uh, <laughs> pretty amazing. And I, and I just see great things ahead for him. And, and May actually is doing more writing now. She's starting to write for television, and she's just a super smart person. And who's the other guy? Uh... Googie Grass. <sighs> yes, Googie Grass. Mr. Cotton. Well, Googie has been around for longer than anybody in the yes, movie. He has uh, a... been working since 78. He's even done like a trauma movie, I think. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Googie is fantastic. He, he, you can see him. Some He was on reoccurring roles recently on Parenthood. He's been in Apollo 13. He's one of the Mission Control guys. He's in Armageddon. Yeah. Um, and he's great to work with. The crazy thing is that, because I'm in Los Angeles, right, so Googie was coaching my kids' baseball team. And I got the idea for this character of Foster Cotton. I thought, God, Googie would be great. And, and Foster Cotton, the older programmer who goes on the murder spree before the movie starts, but we we find video, you know, uh, Andrew's character, Brett, finds video and, and starts to relive what happened. Um, he's a super nice guy in person, like the sweetest guy in the world. And <laughs> I kept looking at him while I'd be looking at him at practices. You know, he didn't know that I was writing something for him. And I'd be thinking, like, yeah, I think I can see how he could be like a disgruntled worker. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I would say the big thing about Nightmare Code, and I think this is great for anyone who gets a chance to watch it. I mean, it's out on iTunes, it's on Google Play, it's on Steam if you're a gamer, it's on Xbox, it's on YouTube movies, VHX, Vimeo, it's all over the place, and it's on DVD as well. It's, nice. it's told from the point of view of the artificial intelligence. Roper is telling you the story, and I think we're the first movie that, that actually tells it from the point of view of an artificial intelligence, you know, with surveillance camera and PC cam, and four images at once on the screen, like a surveillance monitor for at least, you know, half the movie, but, but really messing with it, messing with the sync between the images, messing hopefully with your heads, like Roper's messing with the characters in the movie. Nice. Cool. Sounds like a really interesting uh, concept. I have not watched the movie yet, but I feel like I'm going to have to after this interview. <laughs> right <are>. afterwards tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw, I was watching uh, the trailer, I saw that I won a lot of rewards, and they were uh, also at one point comparing it to Primer, which it does kind of sound similar as being very weird and different, which is cool. Are you guys Primer fans? Are you I, Primer fans? I, I am a huge, these two, I, well, Pete, I had to watch it, he just didn't get it, and Rob, I don't think you've ever seen Primer. No, no, but no, I've, no I've never. Did you, I've watched Primer like three or four times, read all the like timelines on the internet yeah, and everything, too. yeah. Well, I would say I love Primer. I still don't completely get it, but yeah, I would, you know, I can't stop watching it. I mean, I think that <laughs> with Primer, you know, Primer won Sundance for the best film, and it's not, you know, the typical Sundance kind of regional, charming, you know, small town picture. It's about uh, time travel, and it feels like a like a low budget Kubrick movie. And I feel like it was such an inspiration to us because it showed that you could make your movie feel bigger than it is if you understood your genre and really played with big ideas mm -hmm. and were willing to take chances with the narrative and also, I guess, have good performances and stuff like that and, and good shooting. But um, that was what was really... And it was funny because we, we, I would talk about it with, uh, with Roto, our, my co-writer, and then when we were on set, occasionally an actor would come up to me and go, like, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Primer. Have you seen that? And I would be like, yes, we're on the same wavelength. Awesome. <laughs> I actually did like Primer. There were parts of it I get, that kind of... It kind of confused me a little bit, but I did like it. I, I think what it, what it gets right, and I think that what, what we try to do, too, is that it, you feel like these guys are legitimately 
uh, tech guys, yes. like they're yeah. tech programmers, whatever. And, and we really try to make it feel when you watch Nightmare Code that that you're looking at people that are real programmers, uh, or at least actors doing a good job of it, or, or quality assurance testers, which you know gets a little more granular. But we um, and I've had programmers come up to me with like grins on their faces after festival screenings and special screenings, and telling me that you know they've never seen anything that actually felt like what they actually have to go back to tomorrow morning. Um, so that was really gratifying too, That's cool. that, that we, we didn't miss the boat on that. Yeah. I think the last, uh, artificial, uh, intelligence movie I saw was short circuit. Really? Was You're behind. <laughs> You're very behind. What was it? Uh, X, Ex Machia, yeah, I think was the Ex last Machia. one I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Ex Machina is a little closer to our type of spirit, you know, where you really can't trust that technology because it doesn't have morals. Hmm. I mean, what are, what is the moral, uh, what are the morals that any, artificial intelligence going to have you know can you program that in and, and does anyone even bother hmm. yeah i think that the big thing we wanted to do with the movie too was to start a conversation so that people who saw the movie afterwards would have something to talk about and, and you know we feel like there's something to be said about how reliant we've become on technology and how much it seems to be uh, yes, influencing our behavior. If it goes out for a minute, I'm freaking out. I, I can't get on Twitter. I can't get on Facebook. Like, what did I do before this? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. There wasn't I, life before this. Well, it's like at, at my home right now, like my regular internet connection starting to slow down. I'm thinking like, oh my God, I've got to get Fios. I've got to get... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I can't wait any longer for this webpage to load. <laughs> Oh, what up? you know, and then we, we really, you know, and then it comes to the question of like, not only are we spending so much time with technology, but is it really controlling us already? I mean, mm. we program things into our phones so that it, we know when to do certain things. You know, people can't even apply for a job on online these days without having to go through a bot that will search your application for the correct keywords. Mm. I'd say you, yeah, you can't fill out anything handwritten anymore. You People can't navigate anymore without. Right, you can't. You, you can't read a map. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff. You know, and then we also really wanted the movie to have you know good long builds of uh, tension, and then these moments, these sort of explosions of you know, for lack of a better word, violence. Um, that would hopefully make a big impression and kind of, you know, keep you glued to the screen. Cool. What, um, when it was going through, uh, like the rewards you won, there was a, uh, like a Philip K. Dick film convention. What is that like? Cause I'm a huge Philip K. Dick fan. Oh, oh, that's great. Well, there's a great film festival in New York. Uh, and actually they just ended this year's, we, we won last year's, uh, called the Philip K. Dick science fiction film festival run by a, a great guy named Dan Abella. And um, we had a fantastic screening. They showed it at the Tribeca Cinemas in New York, or at least that's where they did for our year. And we had a full house. And at the end of the weekend, we had won the uh, the top prize, I guess the most Philip K. Dickish, if you can say that. Right. Um, and and I, I'm a fan of Philip K. Dick. I, I, you know, I'm not a, I wouldn't say I've read every single book, but I mean, some of the books like, you know, well, Man in the High Castle, which I'm watching the series now, and Ubik, and I love you know, Ubik. Mike's Mike's, one of my favorites. Who wants to see Mike Philip K. Dick? <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody yeah. wants to see yeah. your Philip K. Dick. 
Yeah, yeah. It's always fun. We, you know, we said a lot of funny things when we won the award. We love Dick. You know, Dick is great. Well, my uh, my father actually introduced me to Philip K. Dick, and he and he's a he's a huge Philip K. Dick fan, and he calls himself a dickhead. Well, I think the themes that we have in common with Philip K. Dick is the total untrustworthiness of technology and how it actually is boring into our brains and starting to change us from the inside. Um, and the whole idea of surveillance, you know, the, he so much is into this, this idea that, you know, you're at some level being watched. I mean, he kind of lost his mind towards the end of his career where he, he thought he was being watched by, I think, the government. They were reading his brainwaves, and he was having some relations with God through, you know, psychological means. And so, um, you know, Nightmare Code is definitely a descendant of uh, Philip K. Dick. And if we ever got a chance to, you know, develop one of his properties and turn it into a film, I know we jump at the chance. I do want to see a Ubik film. I know he had written a screenplay for it, but I don't think it ever gotten made. I've heard that there may be one Michelle Gondry was working on. And um, the other one that I really kind of thought would be really cool to do because it'd be almost well, it'd be very difficult to do. Would be "Flow My Tears," the policeman said. Okay, I did so that's that one, one. Where the, it's it's crazy because it's very hallucinatory, and then in the middle of the book, it completely changes to like almost like it. You realize it's like a different story is going on than you thought, or or something. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, yeah, that one was a, that one was trippy. I did read that one too. Yeah, so that was definitely part of. It. And the other uh, big award that we were really proud of is our premiere was in Los Angeles at a, a festival called Shriekfest um, that is run by Denise Gossett, and it's a, just a fantastic horror and science fiction film festival. It's now been going for 15 years. Okay. Um, they actually had their first festival right after 9-11 and pulled it off, and they just kept pulling it off every year. So they had three top awards there. They have Best Horror Film, Best Thriller, and Best Sci-Fi Film, and we won the Best Thriller Award. Cool. First uh, showing. Yeah, it was nice. Did you want to wrap this up? or? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, get ready to take a break, and uh, we'll come back. But thank you so much for talking to us. Um, and let everyone know again where they can find you, Mark, in your movie. Absolutely. So, look, you can go to nightmarecode.com, and you can watch a ver- you can download or uh, rent or, or, or buy a version right there. That's your VHX site. We're on iTunes, which I think is probably easiest for most people. We're on Google Play, YouTube Movies, VHX. If you're a gamer, watch us on Steam. We're on uh, also we're on Xbox. Um, we're on Voodoo. We're on MGo. We are on DVD. And any place that you watch us, if you do like the movie, please make a nice comment and a nice rating and. Uh, you know, we're looking for anything like that that helps an independent feature like ours that doesn't have a huge Hollywood marketing budget to get seen by other people. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to you guys. Real fun. No problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Take care. Uh, who wants to see my Philip K. Dick? I'm going to watch King of Queens. King, <laughs> King of Queens. Can somebody get the, that right now. Because, the science fiction talk kind of. Clean the palate. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. I know. All right? yeah. I, I like thought you were just gonna say all of them. I didn't think you were gonna. You could say that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. We didn't really have much more. I think like I just keep going. You and Mike need to have a sci-fi. I do like science hour. fiction stuff. <laughs> I know his movie sounds really interesting though, and it looked at the trailer made it look really good. 
I like stuff like that. I like the yeah. real, like, kind of deep, like, things that you got to watch 50 times to understand them. Primer, I did. No, I need to watch something half, maybe. Primer, <laughs> that I did was a like, movie. But, uh, what about it, Chappie, huh? Where the fuck is Chappie? Chappie. Chappie. <laughs> Chappie was all right. Cool. I heard, what's her name? That one bitch that was in it was, like, really hard to work Yolanda, with. Yolanda, both of Yo, them. Yeah. Both of them were apparently really hard, dude. They were the, I um... heard that's why Ava Pagoda died. <laughs> <laughs> and that Mike had something to do with it. I was hoping Mike came into that interview and you would just start screaming at him. That's <laughs> that's all I'm picturing in my head during that. Yeah, like, man. that would fucking rule. So we got a comedian one next. <laughs> that's <laughs> as much as that as I can handle. Philip J. Dick. He's the guy that, you know, uh, Blade Runner and... No. No? The guy with the sling blade? No, 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 that's got, <laughs> no. Harrison, that's got Han Solo in it. Oh, fucking... Andrews. No, he wrote the Force story Awakens. that... Uh, Total Recall, he wrote the original story Total that Total Recall. Recall was based on. From uh, Aqua the Hunger Force? <laughs> that was fucking good. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking Total great. Recall. That was good when they had to bring Carl back. But yeah, Total Recall was good. Get your ass to Mars. Which one's the one where he... Uh, he sits on that toilet and it, like... That's Total Recall! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It kills him. Yeah. It was a waterless toilet with a fucking jet engine. Or something. Yeah, something. He comes back. He's on like some old black guy's. Yes, they got a black guy's corpse. I didn't and they know they his head to it. Feeling so old and black. Yeah, and black. <laughs> and then they just got a bunch of eyeballs and made a body out of eyes and sewed oh, his yeah. head to it. Oh, that's great. He's like, why my my knees feel like they're gonna tear up. They have them on like the, the truck, the the remote control fucking race car. <laughs> yes, yes, that was the end of it. It was amazing. <laughs> that was fucking great. All right. All right, guys, we're going break. on a break. We'll be back. Smoke break. Shit break. Piss break. Take your fucking breaks now. Go to hangoverpretzelcompany.com. Matt Bolacola. Matt Bolacola has been recalled. Do not drink Matt Bolacola. I repeat, here on the Matt Bolas podcast, do not drink Matt Bolacola. Yo, what's up, Rogers and Rogettes? Matt Bolas here with a special report on Matt Bolacola. It's been recalled, so if you have any Matt Bolacola, don't drink it. Hey guys, we're doing free fucking chili day at the Wendy's. It's coming up soon. Nick motherfucking Arthur will be there distributing with Crobo. Me and Dusty Ray will also be there with the special wrestling event. It depends on what Wendy's we hold the location at, whether the chili will be scalding hot, but we plan on having scalding hot chili wrestling. Robin Slim Show. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? What's up, Michael James? Oh, Michael James. Sorry, I'm about 50 seconds too late. My girl's password on her phone fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, because we were fiddling with the poster that we that we need yeah, that to, to fix, but we don't know how. Hey, 
Hey, I understand that. I fucking hate computers. <laughs> <laughs> one question. You got your Heineken in front of you? Yes, I just got a fresh okay. one. All right, we're good to go. <laughs> Last time we were a little, uh, we had the Christmas spirit in us. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't yeah. remember hey, much. We all made it through that. <laughs> I didn't even know I was we... happy to know you didn't hate us after that interview. <laughs> oh, please. It's all good, man. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, you guys are nice. I mean, I've dealt with radio before, and uh, honestly, I was hoping the first time, I was like, you know, there's a good chance they're going to be dicks, but you guys are, I mean, you're normal fucking normal people. You're not dicks. You're not fucking defeated. You got a radio show. You got a huge following. And yet you conduct yourselves like normal people should. I like That's that about you. I, that guy, I went, meant to thank you for putting the comment on the video from uh, Jacob from last week. He's uh, oh, just starting and out. Thanks for being you. No problem, dude. That's why it made me like really happy to see that you interacting with other guests and all. That was really cool, dude. And honestly, you know, these people, I've, I've, I've seen it. I've seen an actual friend of mine. All of a sudden, he gets a fucking deal. Next thing you know, he's too good to answer my phone calls. And people, yeah. there's like four other uh, in a circle. We're all like, what the fuck happened to Goofball, you know? <laughs> well, that's what I said <laughs> to Jacob. I'm like, dude, we're all the same people. Like, it doesn't matter who's who. Like, we're just, like, in Slim said, too, we'll talk to anybody. And when, when we talked about it a while ago, Slim said, if, you know, if we started getting bigger people, he'd still want to talk to people just starting out, too. Like, I'm like, that's... Honestly, I really, I don't want to be famous or, ri well, I do, but I just want enough money to eat whenever I want to. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. I, never forget where the fuck you came from. I'm still a kid from Chicago who was still fucking eating oatmeal for dinner, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Don't forget where you come from. Yup. That's it. I'm I was sorry about too. the noise. My girl just came in. Give me oh, a sec. You gotta. Pull up a little more, baby. All right, sorry about that. <laughs> everything stops when she gets here. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. You have to make sure everything's okay. Hey, happy, happy wife, happy life. Well, I'm married, but yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So wait, uh, stupid. You mentioned last time you were in. Uh, where'd you go to West Virginia? Yeah, actually, I'm still here. I'm working on a writing project, a stubborn avocado, right now. What's that for? Uh, kind of like a sketch show. Okay. Exactly a sketch show, actually. Only it's going to be funny, and I'm not stealing anyone else's material to do it. You can steal ours, as long as you give us credit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Man, except, you know, the big trick is don't forget who the hell you met on the way up. Yeah. They're the motherfuckers that are going to look at you on the way down. Here's I think the... about that sometimes. I'm like, I, I dropped some pretty good shit, and who knows if anybody's... I don't give a shit. I had it. Yeah, I have it recorded. Gold. Yeah. I'm like, man, what the fuck? And I get like a few impressions. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Do you, gold, people. Yeah, I agree. Do you think most of these uh, sketch shows are just stealing other people's material? Oh, God. I tell you what, I've got a serious problem with thievery. I'm sorry. Where I come from, you steal, there's a good chance someone's coming down the block with a ball peen hammer to smash your fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I saw you, you mentioned that, I, I went back in our messages, I, you said that you had to take stuff off of YouTube because somebody was, was stealing your uh, stuff. I, I, everything, I had to get rid of everything. Uh, well, my, I, I don't know, I got, you know, they say you want to write a good joke, write a thousand jokes, right? But, you know, I have some sort of gift where I have no problem with material at all. Nice. And, you know, well, I'm not, you know, I've been drinking for 20 fucking years in the restaurant business. I've done nothing but study people. So you know, <laughs> either get along with them or you don't. 
<laughs> I've noticed too in life, just some of the shit in real in your regular job is funnier than anything you've seen any comedian do because you can't make the shit up. Like some, oh, seriously, some of the characters I've come across, <laughs> some of the shit people say is just amazing. Dude, restaurant business alone, I don't need a, a fucking degree in psychology. <laughs> I can tell when you're lying to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I've been meaning to ask you guys a few questions. Go. Actually, one major one. Um, a few shows, I don't know how long ago, but one of your shows, you you uh, said something about uh, Ron and Fez. And I'm curious, uh, back in the day, um, there was a show, a Ron and Ron show, a 95YNF in Tampa, Florida. And Fez was one of their interns. It was Ron Diaz and Ron Bennington. Yes. The Ron and Fez show... That's, the That's what it's back. from, Ron Bennington. Ron Diaz, his wife got cancer and uh, had to leave. He left the show to take care of her. So Ron Bennington and Fez Watley started the Ron and Fez show. Wow. Yeah, dude, you listened back then. I heard they were great. I never got a chance to hear any of that old stuff. Well, here's the, this is why I like you guys so much. Here's what happened eventually. They started getting real fucking cocky. People were calling in, and they were acting like they were more intelligent than the universe, which you just cannot do. <laughs> the only reason we do this is for the fans, because without them, nothing's funny. You know that? Yes. You start treating your fans like shit, you're going to be treated like Orny Adams. And I swear to God, as soon as I meet that man, I'm punching him in the face. I'll go to jail. I don't give a fuck. I'll just be the man who punched Orny Adams right in the fucking face. <laughs> I call him like I see him, you know? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but, and shit, man, my latest thing is, not to mention my Twitter has been blowing the fuck up. I found some fucking footage, you know, all that Amy Schumer bullshit. I haven't stole this, I haven't stole that. Yeah. And I found some footage with minimal digging about six to seven occasions. I mean, verbatim, same mannerisms. I am just disgusted, you know, wow. mostly because I believed in this person. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm old enough to understand. Don't put people on a pedestal. But, you know, you mm. see somebody through the course of years forming their thing. And I'm like, I thought she was just fucking top-notch awesome. Wow. And I still... I mean, the girl's got fantastic timing. She's got great material. But I'm sorry. this uh, The same mannerisms during the jokes, you you stole that. I'm sorry. There's no two fucking ways about it. To me, you're a fucking thief now, and I have no time for you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know, because I listened to her on, uh, she was on Jim Norton's Advice show, and I listened to her on that, and it sounded kind of convincing. Dude, and even Norton check was... Down, check down my link. Uh, I, I, I put it up there uh, between responses and my own page. Uh, check the link, man. There's some guy who did some good research. He uh, did the uh, Amy Schumer reaction or something. He's some kid who just is pretty good with a computer, I imagine. But uh, there is no doubting it. And believe me, I didn't want to believe it. In my, I actually uh, got in a fight physically face-to-face -face with some guy over this. Because, you know, I study comics. That's, wow. that's what I do. Yeah. And, uh, yes, it, it happened. <laughs> it happened more than six to seven times, and it, it kind of breaks my heart, but... At this point, I feel like I've been like my girlfriend was cheating on me or something. I feel like I've been burned. <laughs> you know, you look up to somebody. That'd be like saying someone coming up with, uh, "Yeah, you know, that last George Carlin special was totally stolen." My heart would be fucking shattered. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? do, do, and you know, I was, I was, I'm, I was so happy for her to get up through the ranks. And I mean, the girls made it. I mean, she made it. She stayed. And now all this shit comes out. Yeah, and that's why. Some said she had a movie you. come out and. Uh, and uh, well, she had a show as well. Yeah. Yeah. So and she's... now she's a different person. Now uh, she had a problem with that 17-year-old kid who just made an offhanded joke. He's not a comic, which he admitted. But you know what? She could have. I, I thought she handled it with poise. 
But on the other hand, you know, that's that's your comedy. I mean, I, I have a lot of dick and vagina jokes. Um, you know what? Ten years from now, I'm still going to be sticking with it because that's who the fuck I am. Because I realize, shit, in this world, you lie. You're only a fucking point and a click away from someone telling you you're full of shit. Mm. Yeah. Michael, how I was... Mean, uh, oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, no, go ahead. How was... Uh, tra- um transitioning uh from chicago to west virginia as far as gigs and all go oh, i would no, think no, i didn't i uh, i'm more of a traveler you ever uh actually i walked from florida to new york i tried it on a bicycle that broke like forrest gump's leg what but uh oh yeah no joke well here's my thing i had 65 bucks in my pocket and uh i was like 35 at the time and i'm thinking well how can you do this? I believe in myself, without a doubt. But how can I prove to myself that I actually believe in myself? you got to do something fucking crazy. Like, if you're a real comic, you're a fucking nutball. Because who the hell's going to get on stage in front of strangers and try and make them laugh? Yeah. I mean, you got to have balls of steel in the first yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my point. I'm like, i got 65 bucks. If I can walk to New York, like came from Kung Fu, just walk the fucking earth, every bar I see, I walk in, I look them in the eye, and I say, hey, if I can make you laugh in two minutes, Will you buy me a beer and a sandwich? And I made it to New York. So I know I got something. You know what I'm saying? Wow, dude, that's amazing. Well, you know what? I think if you're a purist and you really believe in your craft and yourself, you can pull that off. Yeah. I mean, I can't pull off living in New York City because the fucking rent was 2800 bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, L.A., I just slept <laughs> on the beach for three fucking weeks because I went through one real estate scam. I was down to two grand. Wow. Next thing you know, I'm fucking living in a hostel. Wow. Believe me, if, if I had enough money to fucking set up, I'd smoke all these fools. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Please delete that. But anyway, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. One of my friends moved to New York City I, like right out of high school, and I remember he said you had to get an agent just to get an apartment. You couldn't just it's find ridiculous. an apartment. You had to get like a, a fucking agent. Oh, well, that's what I was talking about in New Jersey, man. You're not too far from the city, and I guarantee your rent's at least two larger, 2500 just under two is the average you see I my think, point, around though? here. But this is the, the fucking bottom of the sack right here. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. here's the fucking, I mean, here's the kicker. We all end up a month late sometimes. Mm. And when your rent's that high, all of a sudden you're down four large. Now that's late. Yeah. Break you know what I'm yep, saying? That, exactly. And, you know, I mean, hell, I'm, I'm just a fucking worker bee, man. I, I make waiter money. I make chef money. I make a few dollars here and there, but nothing like real people money. You know what I mean? I don't make 35 or 40 or 60 or 70 a year. My girl does, but she's a lawyer, so I don't ask her for much. <laughs> we might need her because we've had a couple threats along the way. We've yeah, been looking for I'm a saying? lawyer I for mean, a while now, so. <laughs> like I said before, I mean, it was way easier to make all my connections than it was to actually live there for the period of time I needed to get my shit done. Yeah. I mean, that's the hardest part for being a comic. Do you have money to live in New York? Do you have money to live in L.A.? But uh, to get back to your original question, um, I didn't actually... I'm born and raised in Chicago, went to Florida for a number of years, but I basically... I hit New York, I hit Chicago, I hit L.A., and I hit Atlanta. And uh, Florida's basically my playground as well. But I I stick with major cities. Um, I'm a little afraid of the Midwest because I'll probably disappear with some of my material. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was talking about banjos last time, so you understand. <laughs> I know that guy got really mad that yeah, called in about right. that. You know what? He probably lost a tooth since that happened. You know, he probably ain't going to be around that much longer anyway. The water's always <laughs> everywhere here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a few retweets. I'm hoping somebody calls in. But, uh, yeah, that, I can't even tell you. My fucking Twitter, all of a sudden, off the bat, the 
I'm seeing graphs and charts that were never on my thing before. From us? All of a sudden, I've got... Uh, I put the fucking link on... Uh, uh, Amy Schumer put oh. something... It was the top thing on her on her uh, thing. It was somebody naturally backing her up. Oh, she don't do this, she don't do that. And I just put the fucking link up. I'm like, actually, it wasn't one or two jokes. It's literally six, seven, or eight. I remember uh, Joe Rogan back in the day did it with uh, Mencia. He was Mencia. one of the ones. Mencia, please. That... Oh, Man, I'll be, the, I'll be the first in line to tie that motherfucker to the stake so we can burn him. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Rogan came out with, I, I forget how many clips of other, you know, Carlin, Pryor, and it was word yeah, for word. Yeah. Like you said, mannerism, everything. It was just stolen. You know, that's why, I mean, I cannot say enough about Joe Rogan for fucking just doing that period. Mm, yes. You know, and then you a lot of people before that were... down the fat shoe. Yeah. Steal material. You just can't. A lot of That's people like before Joe baby. Rogan did that were doubting it. They were, you know, it wasn't. And then Rogan just put together the video and... Right. Yeah, was like, that's you, what you gotta do. You can't deny it. I was wondering, I didn't... I didn't get a chance to look. Has Rogan spoke about the uh, Amy Schumer thing at all? You know, I was curious about that today myself, and I also didn't have a chance to look. I was too worried about life and figuring out what the fuck's going on on my Twitter. Right. I don't want to be too popular for the wrong reason. You know what? I don't want to be Hannibal Burris. What uh, what happened with Hannibal? Uh, He's the one who, I believe, brought out the uh, Bill Cosby thing. That's what it is. I I know know something. I don't know, but was he in the room? Because that's also not right. But anyway. (laughs) Because I've seen some clips of Hannibal. Hannibal's hilarious. She's passing out. Leave her alone. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) He was uh, a great gentleman. He was a part. (laughs) he, He was a part of it. Pete needs to wear that. Oh, and nothing, nothing but else. You know what? The motherfucker's got, he's got work. I mean, he did a decent job in a, a daddy's home. That was not bad work. Yeah. And, you know, like I say, if you can make money with words, you, you fucking do it, man. Because yeah. this business is not easy. Yeah, I, I didn't think so. What up? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Michael. The, no, you're good. You're good. The thing I was talking about with uh, Ron or Ron is uh, they really got huge. They went national. I remember hearing, because I used to have to travel to Fort Myers from Port Charlotte every day. It's a 40-minute morning drive, and, you know, it, it's quite annoying, so you have to listen to something, mm. which is ironic. Well, the funny thing is, back then, that was when Larry the Cable Guy was still fucking calling in trying to be somebody. Now that motherfucker's wow. making $250 million a year. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm eating frozen pizza. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a zilch. But, yeah, they went nationwide and totally imploded. I mean, it was disgusting. Wow. To see. I did not know that. I know. I, I remember. I heard when they were in Florida, they were like bigger than Howard in ratings. Oh yeah, and they thought they were, you know, like who said we're going to be bigger than the Beatles? Or, oh, or bigger than Jesus. The Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, bigger than Jesus. You talk shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now Ringo's the only one left. <laughs> and Paul yeah. is Paul around? I don't Paul even know. Go, yeah. Paul's divorced and retarded now. <laughs> Why does he keep getting married? You're worth how many millions? I got an idea. Why don't you just date for a little while? And You're the legless. Throwing that out. Couldn't there. you find one with two legs? You fucking limey. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was gonna say a joke about that, but I couldn't make a funny pass. Uh, <laughs> an expensive hooker or something like that. <laughs> like our intern here. <laughs> That's my point. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean. Just, Dude, hey, she got him for so it? much money. Someone she, at a bar. I, I, Something. She got him for a lot of alimony, I think. That's what I'm saying. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I had a vagina, though I do enjoy having a penis. But, man, <laughs> I'd like to have a bigger house. <laughs> <laughs> a car for every day of the week. 
I, you know, I'm not even that fucking greedy. I just don't want to worry about money anymore. No. <laughs> I'm not a greedy man. I just, you know, don't want any bad blood, and I'd like to buy whatever. I have a, one of my fantasies. Most people fantasize about sex, but I've been there, done that. I've got one real fantasy. I want to walk through the store and put everything I see that I want in the fucking car. In the car and leave with it. Without cops yeah. chasing you. Without stealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it'd take about three carts, and I estimate about 4500 bucks. But nice. I would just like to do that. Yeah. One. Yeah. Because how many times you're like, oh, Oreos. Ah, fuck, I'm already past my limit. we got to go to the checkout. Fuck that <laughs> shit. I want to eat what I want. Yup. I don't want to choose between the goldfish. I want every every flavor. <laughs> yeah, I also don't like off-name brands. I like my food to taste good. Same here. Oh, you don't like the whales. Hey, we're not here for that long. Yeah. Man. I want to eat. Fuck the whales, yeah. <laughs> Fuck the non-Hellman's mayonnaise. You got to have Coke, yep. Hellman's. On the oh, same yes. way. And I'm I... all about Hellman's mayonnaise. You bring Fuck. out the fucking best. Even yeah, Miracle Whip, you can't. Oh, oh, that's garbage. I remember the first time I had that. I'm like, what is that? That stuff is so bad. I know, I know, I know. I, I call bullshit on anybody who's like, oh, it all tastes the same. You're just oh. paying for the brand. No, even no Doritos. you're not. <laughs> Doritos compared to even the generics are, Doritos are amazing. They're crunchier, yeah. the, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, don't get me started on that cheap crap. I'm, I'm a chef by trade. I understand food. And <laughs> I understand eating better. You feel better. Your complexion's better. You shit better. It's just that simple. I had the worst shit the other day because I'm getting a cold, and it was just one of those gluey Indian clay shits. Oh, You're wiping oh for 20 minutes. It's like, oh, is this ever going to stop? It's still <laughs> half of it's in your butthole. It's never going to stop. Brown <laughs> Indian clay. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> You sound like every man who's ever been there the day before a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, actually, what did you drink? The citrate of magnesia yeah, yeah, on yeah. one of our shows, and it's called The Shit Show. And he drank a citrate of magnesia, and then for for the la last five hours of the show, he shit it's on the liquid, toilet bowl. Man, it oh, was, it wasn't even shit, dude. It was just straight up. Like... We sent him in with a microphone, too. <laughs> Oh, man, that's yeah, bad. Just drink water the entire yeah, time. About 10 years ago, I was on probation, and every so often you got to take these piss tests, which is a really pain in the ass because I like smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Every so often you got to fucking drink that shit, and it fucks oh. up your system for three or four fucking days. Oh, man. I remember my dad, it's when awful. he got his colonoscopy, he fucking left. I, they took pictures and printed them out of the insides. And he left it on the kitchen yeah. table for like a year. Like I was like, every time someone was in there with him, I'm like, look at that. That's the inside of dad's asshole. <laughs> it's right on the kitchen table. Dude, you never know what's going to stick with you. <laughs> I guess he was proud. It's not shit. <laughs> Red meat. How long does that shit stay? Oh, my God. 20 years in your colon, I heard. Jeez, <laughs> who the fuck knows, man? I'm telling you. <laughs> fucked up nowadays. You know that. Yeah. Oh like, fuck. Yeah, seriously, not to change the subject, but uh, look down my link on the, on my wall a little bit longer, and you'll see the footage, and it it's irrefutable, gentlemen. And it breaks yeah. my heart because I hate admiring somebody, and you study him for years, and you're like, uh, this is one talented motherfucker. And next thing you know, I don't care if it was just one joke. You're you're a thief now. Yeah. And, and that's not. That's not what this business is about. I got actually, I posted earlier. I'm like, shit, I've been writing jokes for nine fucking years. I had no idea we could steal each other's material. My next show is going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Live at the Improv. Uh, Radio you know, City. And I don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> Start doing some uh, Andy Kaufman. That, that guy, nobody stole from because you, you can't fucking do that shit. 
Yeah. You know you what I love about Andy Kaufman? Duplicated. I didn't think it was funny, but his shtick was so original. Yes. You can't touch it, and it's it's so out there, it's actually an art form. That's you what know, it was. Emo Phillips, I don't think he's any good at all, but he's got a thing. Well, he did that past that. Yeah, when, when he was first out, like I, I didn't think it was funny. I'm not that old, but I, I caught I the tail don't. end of him. And But now I really do, just because he was so different. So oh, weird. I respect the art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Looking at Andy Kaufman's life's work is like looking at a mosaic painting. Yes. I mean, the man was a fucking genius, so much so that we don't even think it was funny. That's how <laughs> smart he was. You know what I'm saying? I did but love it, Maka. It's like, it's like listening to the wall when you're a teenager. You just don't fucking get it yet. <laughs> I, I still never went back. Does it make sense later? Because yeah. I didn't dig the wall. Uh, I mean, the movie. The album. Oh, yeah. I always like. Oh, the movie! I oh, the movie. You know, I I still and for like thirty years, I've always wanted to watch a tripping. But at these days, I'm too oh, old to don't trip. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded yeah, like it was, it was coming like... from experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just don't do it. Uh, <laughs> I have watched The Wizard of Oz to Dark Side. That was amazing. Oh, really? How was that? I've been, been meaning to do that, but I'm so fucking busy. Dude, Did definitely. That work out for you? Yeah, smoke a little bit, and yeah, after the third lion roar. Start Dark Side of the Moon. It is amazing. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they say, I think they say you can watch it more than one. The movie is longer than the CD. They say you can start the CD again, but I only watch it one time through with the CD. Uh, and it, 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 was, it matched up perfectly, and they, they've, it, I, I've heard they've admitted Pink Floyd to making that CD or that album no to that movie. Yeah. That's crazy. They wrote right it for that. Yeah. So it, it does. It does fucking link wow. up. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, those guys. I mean, I, I'm... Uh, fuck, Roger Waters was a fucking genius. Yeah. I mean, I don't like throwing that word around, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so many other bands, like, try to get there, like, Fish. What the fuck is Fish? Uh, <laughs> I had a roommate who listened to Fish every day for three fucking years. I, I killed him, but, oh, can you take that off? But, uh... <laughs> I prefer the dead. The dead had some I mean, all right like shit too. Vibe and all the hippie shit. But yeah. You know what? Sooner or later, I get tired of smelling patchouli, and I I get tired of going down that hippie girl. <laughs> Pete doesn't. He's got the no. face to match the you know what, huh? Yeah. Uh, the eighties are over, man. I don't care for a lot of hair. I like a little landing strip, maybe less. Uh, I, I like room to work. I like a clean workspace. You know. <laughs> The landing strip has got to be there for me. Man, we cover a lot of subjects in a half hour, don't we? We do. We're all over the place. It's like ADD for your ears. Hey, yeah, yeah, we're all pretty much on the same wavelength. That's why I like you guys. We're all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's all there? You two, the big guy? We lost an intern. We don't know where he's been. He, yeah. he, well, he... it's been snowing a lot. He could be out there. That's right. Yeah. There was a couple... <laughs> A couple people never accounted for. I think we're going to have to report him. He went out for Buffalo Wings one day and then just never came <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, he never yeah. came back. I think uh, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. He went to Buffalo, New York. You would not believe the permits you got to go through to get a fucking well in your own basement. <laughs> <laughs> would you? I could just see, like, Mike trapped in the well. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea the pain I can bring you. <laughs> this is what Precious. we do to interns who don't fucking listen. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you signed up for this nice. shit. I don't want to see any tears. Right? Exactly. You signed on to the shit. And now I got to talk to an artist about taking your face out of a picture. 
<laughs> Michael, listen. If you if you keep listening at nine o'clock, we have the Ooh, Messiah. Yes, she's actually a woman who is like claims to be Jesus Christ reincarnated. So feel free oh, to call God. in. Yes, she's very interesting. Call woman. in with any questions or concerns. But we have to wrap this up, Michael. <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. It was great oh, talking shit. to you. Wow, that went on fast. It, it did. Yeah. And where can everybody find you? Um. Just check out my Twitter. It's blowing the fuck up right now. Stubborn avocados coming out in the six months of roughly, as soon as I can fucking spell it. You know how that shit goes. Fuck yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm just hanging out, checking out what you guys are doing and what the world's doing and trying to piss off as few people that can help me as possible. I'm trying <laughs> to piss them all off. Thank you for talking yeah. to us, brother. Hey, no worries. Thanks for letting me on, gentlemen. Have no a great problem. night. I'll you be too. All right, brother. Take care. Later. Later. Rabbit Slim Show. Oh, it's still beeping. Rabbit Slim Show. I think they hung up because I hit the green button, but maybe he'll call me. Rabbit Slim Show? Yeah, maybe he'll call back. So, uh, yeah. All right, guys, we're going to break. We'll be back. Matt Bolas Podcast. All right, listen. The Matt Bolas Podcast. Brought to you by everything. Everything you love is anything you want. Anything you love is everything we got. So, backslash everything. On this edition of Matt Bowles Podcast, no. On this edition of Very Personal Podcast, the Matt Bowles Podcast. Mm, this is my babies. No, well, I did break two of y'all shows. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Bob Phillips. How are you guys? Hey, Bob. How you? We're good. On, How Bob? you doing? I'm doing great. Nice to talk to you. You too, man. It's great to connect. I was checking out some of your uh, stand-up last night, and Slim was earlier when I got here. It's amazing, dude. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I was uh, I was listening to the show uh, with your last guest, uh, Michael James. Mm. And uh, I, well, first of all, I got to tell you, I've only got like three percent on my cell battery, so we're going to have to make this quick. Um, that's a joke, guys. Stay with me. <laughs> oh, we, we thought you were serious. We were like, "Damn, oh, what are we going to do?" Yeah, what, <laughs> we don't have any content. Fuck up my big podcast opportunity and call you with less than ten percent battery. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, and you know, I want to tell you this too. I got a good friend, uh, very funny young guy. You're going to want to watch him tonight. He's on Conan. His name is Brad Wenz, a very funny young kid. Uh, he's from the Detroit area. And uh, he's on Conan. I, on the other hand, am on a podcast with two guys from Jersey. So I think we all know who won this fucking. Oh. <laughs> he. Well, we'll get in next, and you'll be on Conan, and we'll be like, I remember when we talked to Bob Phillips. <laughs> yeah, I, you know that's that's probably not in the cards for me. I kind of know. I know that 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 uh, comedic trajectory probably left me behind. I'm an old uh, guy, I'm 54 now, so that's not. Uh, not likely, but that's okay. I have fun doing what I do and, uh, you know, being on uh, XM Sirius and that kind of thing. And uh, Yeah, man. I, I can say what I want. There, I was going right? to ask, do you host a show on there or do you? Um, no. Do they just feature you? No, no, they just play my stuff. Okay. Uh, they, it's, uh, it's, they actually play, and I'm not sure why they do, they play an old uh, CD of mine uh, more than they do the newer one. It's called Live in Fargo. They play the heck out of that one. And then um, the one that I was I really liked was the second one I did. It's uh, called Pop Tarts in Air. And for some reason they're not playing that one as much, but 
um, it's you know, it's it's all fun and games, right? Mm. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I was I was listening to a very interesting conversation you had with uh, Michael James, and I was and I was uh, I, while I was uh, listening, I looked him up on I googled him, and uh, I I put in Mike James, not Michael James, and the guy that came up, he built himself as a clean corporate comedian. I'm like, that's not this dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he told me, because I, when I, I, I first booked him, I, I Googled him, too. I couldn't find anything, and I messaged him. I'm like, dude, do you have anything on YouTube or anything? He said, no, he had to take everything down because somebody was stealing his shit. I was stealing his stuff. Well, uh, yeah, he talks a lot about that, about people stealing. I don't know. But anyway, and, mm. I, and I'm not knocking him. I just thought it was funny. The guy that I see... Is he calls himself a clean corporate comedian? I'm like, all right, we're gonna. Uh, I googled the wrong dude. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but it was an interesting conversation. I was uh, I was listening. Oh, by let me say this too. Uh, and this is I was I looked at his Twitter page, and he's got a tweet that says, and, I, and bear in mind I'm from Detroit. He says, why is anyone living in Flint anyway? Have you not seen the documentary? There's one about Detroit too. It's a dead state. Cut losses and nuke it. <laughs> that is, uh, I don't know how to react to that. Uh, where do we go from there? I don't know. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of funny people here, and so you shouldn't want to know. Anyway, it was it was a fun conversation. I was listening to you guys and about the whole, uh, you know, the whole Amy Schumer thing, and that mm. seems to be real hot now, and Joe Cadivari and all that. And I. Uh, I, uh, it's interesting to hear people's different takes on it. You know, some people are defending her. Some people are kind of wanting to run her out of Hollywood on a rail. Some of the um, shit was the um, like the sexual position stuff that was from like Urban Dictionary that Patrice didn't even make up. Like, yeah, you know, I I saw the the things that the the the, the, the bits that I watched. First of all, the Wendy Liebman bit. Um, yeah, I mean, that's an older bit of hers. That's probably like 20 years old. And she actually came out and said, you know, hey, she did one of my best bits, right? And I thought, well, you know, that's, it's a cute joke, but let's be honest. It's not the most original joke, and it's not the most uh, – I, I, I would bet right now there are 12 working female comics who have done a variation of that joke who didn't steal it from anybody. That's what I was going to say. A lot of stuff <sighs> – is a similar thought. Was that or... the sweater joke where she was talking about how uh, girls should dress up their boyfriends to look bad so other girls don't like them? Um, no, that, that, yeah, she, she did that, and then they were comparing that to that uh, point in the movie where she was referring to um, uh, her sister's husband. Right. looking like a dork in the sweater. And so I didn't, I didn't necessarily get that connection either. I mean, there's so many... It's, they're kind of, I don't mean to say they weren't good jokes, but they're not, you know, they're not uh, hugely uh, cutting-edge things. They're not mm. something that people would automatically go, that's the only time that's ever been said or thought of. And, you know, yeah. I, know. I, just, I, think, I think there's a lot being made of it, mm. and um, uh, I don't know where I stand on it. But the examples I saw, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. I, mm, I, yeah. I wasn't feeling the hatred toward her. I, yeah. I kind of defended her. Bob, how long have you been doing comedy for, dude? Forever. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been doing this since I was three, so 51 years. Uh, nice. Now, <laughs> getting, getting paid for it, getting paid for it, uh, just like, let's see, 13 years. Oh, wow. Wow. 
Yeah. And I saw you you have a lot of dates um a lot of dates in Michigan. Do you uh tour uh nationwide? I do. Um at the moment I got a lot of Michigan dates because I've got some things going on at home that are keeping me close to home. Okay. Uh but uh you know, I go wherever they tell me. Mm. Um and the and the weird thing is this is the time of year when I'm supposed to be in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. And, uh, and I know that that sounds weird, but one of my favorite clubs is there's a, a little place called Courtney's, and I recorded my first CD there, and it's been sort of a tradition to go there in January. Okay. And I, I couldn't take that gig this year because, I, like I said, I got some, some issues that I'm, i got to stay a little closer to home for until, you know, the next yeah. couple of months. So, yeah, I'm kind of missing that. Well, when I fucking found you and I, I watched some of your stuff, I'm like, I was mad that I never heard of you before. You, you're amazing, dude. The the smoking in the 70s with the little triangle window, that had me dying, man. <laughs> what was that window? Why? <laughs> well, I'm glad, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite um, uh, bits to tell because it's all true. I mean, growing mm. up in the 70s, uh, you, you know, your parents did smoke in the car, and they didn't even roll the windows down. They, they had you in pictures with ashes falling on you. <laughs> exactly. Like... Exactly. And this, you know, this, like I said, this is the era I refer to as when ashtrays were furniture. That's the, that's Slim the... hadn't even known about that. I'm like, dude, yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, they were a part of your, you know, your furniture. Yeah, I think my parents still have one of the big stone ones. One of those, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right that's right. Pete it's has one too on a stand. Yup. And 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 we had we had a triple decker. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. We had three levels. You could you could empty out if one level got full, you emptied it, and you know you had another one there. And these were for parties. These were for the you know the, this is this is for the the days of the highballs and the uh, you know the, the tiki parties in the back. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you said it. And that's the name of your album. All I wanted was Pop Tarts and Air as a kid. That's all. I, I didn't have a lot of uh, fancy needs. That's all I, I needed. <laughs> well, again, you know, like I said, that's that's all true. I grew up in a family, uh, Irish Catholic family. We had eight kids, mm. and uh, my mother actually, she, I, I mean, she, she was a wonderful woman, loving, beautiful mother. Uh, but she had eight kids, but she'd buy a box of six Pop Tarts. What the hell, lady? <laughs> <laughs> dude i buy what's the 12 pack i think it's a 12 pack now and i have two kids and it's not even enough for like three days exactly they're like not daddy I, I we're done with the pop tarts i'm like dude i just bought that two days ago like come on well, in your case your kids at least got one each or two each we would it was we'd be like drawing hey, lots you know upstairs on grocery day and, and, uh, and if you missed out, you had to wait another week or two weeks, and that was just the way it is. And uh, so, you know, it's, they, they, the I think the the best uh, the best jokes are the ones that uh, come from from your real your real life. Yeah, I agree. And nobody could nobody could duplicate that because it's it's your moment. No, and, you, and you're exactly right. And you guys, I forget which one of you was talking about Andy Kaufman in your last segment. That was um, me. But that that Rob. That was such a. Was that Rob? Yes. Okay. The, the perfect example of how originality guarantees uh, that you won't be stolen from. Right? Exactly. Yeah, nobody wants to because it's just so different. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, the guy the guy, was, <laughs> the guy just had such balls. I mean, this yeah. is an era that 
that, I mean, now, now it'd be like, okay, he's a weird guy like this guy's a weird guy, and those other four guys are weird. He was mm. the only thing going back then. Yes. Right. He was the only that one. Thing, and, and yeah, and to have the balls to pull that off and to, you know, just to do that that theater of the absurd he, he is uh yeah he's one of my favorites i, I love yeah him. i agree and then to get on national tv on two different three different levels he was on letterman he was on wrestling he was he was on taxi i mean he was yeah. as much of a success yeah. as you could be man yeah and i and to see him you know i mean man in the moon i love the movie and but you know they're always going to take liberties with mm. someone's actual life but yeah. I like to think that they were accurate about how he tried to get out, uh, ultimately got out of his contract with Taxi. He just became a complete asshole via Tony Clifton. Yes. You know? <laughs> I <laughs> forgot about Tony Clifton. That was amazing. <laughs> I, it was, I mean, what joy just to create a whole other character who was supposed to be a real guy and just show up and to create such havoc that they have to fire him. Yeah. I I don't know anybody who's done anything like that. Just to get, yeah, to want to get out of that contract is like just complete balls right there. You're you're making millions of dollars. You're the darling of uh, television in Hollywood and you can't stand yourself for it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. We need another Andy Kaufman. Yes. I thought we had him with Sasha Baron Cohen, but he got too big. And it's oh, kind of like he yeah. can't do it anymore either because everybody knows yeah. him. You're, I'm glad you're a Sasha fan. Um, my my, uh, my brother and I are big fans. It's just I, just the outrageousness. And the, uh... <laughs> I love Borat. <laughs> I love uh, Bruno. And, and a couple I... of my buddies are like, I can't. Why? It's yeah. too gay. And I'm like, dude, it's not gay enough. It's... <laughs> when, when he was when he, when in, um, was, it, uh, was it Borat or, um, or Bruno? I can't remember which one. He was actually in a Hamas camp. And was insulting them, calling them hummus. That was Borat. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. Bruno. Bruno, and yeah, that was so... dude was one of the the biggest, like the heads of ISIS oh, or yeah. Al Qaeda. That guy I've heard is yeah. is no joke. Like he, he was, he was, actually... he, was, uh, he, was uh, he was a high ranking leader in Hamas. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, recognized the terror group, and, and he's he's in there fucking with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's amazing. I couldn't believe that. Somebody told me that. Yeah, like he's lucky he got out of there alive. Like. <laughs> I liked. Uh, I even liked. Um, what was the the last the dictator? That was funny. I did oh, yeah. watch it. I wanted the to. Dictator I never got around right. to seeing the dictator. Less improv, more more scripting, but mm. still improv, and and a really hilarious uh, premise. I mean, the guy, uh, you know, uh, a Gaddafi kind of guy comes to New York, right? And uh, the culture clash and everything, but he doesn't spare anything. He doesn't sanitize it. It's just as it's just as you know, uh, brutally awful and embarrassing as the other ones. So. <laughs> they, like, they tie him you, up. You can still be a fan. So how are you, how are you guys doing uh, with your podcast here? How, how, you're gaining listeners, I know. We are, dude. Yes, uh, we got not too long ago, maybe the three, two or three months now, on a radio station, internet radio station, um, IPM, and they have. 50 plus shows and we've been in their top 10 pretty much nonstop ever since. That's fantastic. 
Thank you, That's dude. Fantastic. I, I went back and you know, of course, I had to listen to some and get the flavor. And you guys have a real, uh, you have a real easy way about you, and uh, and you're very, uh, you're very guest friendly. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We've had um we've had a couple guests scared to call us too, and they've ended up having a great time. Oh yeah, well, who's, oh, you, who would be scared to call you? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you hear the beginning of the show, it's a yeah. Okay, well, it's yeah, a little. It, it can be a little harsh, but yeah, no, yeah. and some of the subjects we was touch Amy on. Schumer, was Amy Schumer scared to call you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and we used well, we don't anymore as much, but we used to fuck with a lot of guests because. If they were, we used to go through a service to get us guests, and if they weren't up to our par, we would just tear them apart. Oh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of people peddling shit. Just yeah, <laughs> shit peddlers, bro. Like, <laughs> I have a book on penguins. And yeah. I got to make a half hour out of this, so <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of flipper jokes. You know, that's a that's kind of a a, a thing. It's been going on a while. It's one of the things that I. You know, I, I, I'm a, I, I love comedy. I love performing comedy. I'm a fan of comedy. I love comedians. And I, and I try not to, I don't want to talk about any other's thing, but there is a trend that, that I don't like in clubs where people are they're spending like 10 minutes just selling their merch uh, instead of telling jokes, you know, and it's like, wow. well, you know, and maybe, you know, just, just put that out after the show. And, just, uh, yeah. You know, just be great on stage, and then people are going to come at you afterwards, you know, for stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have to mention it. You have to mention that you have a studio, mm. that you have a download or something, because you want people to buy your stuff. But I'd like to see, you know, a little less pumping the merch and a little more uh, just be funny, you know? Yeah. I was going to ask you, Bob, what is the bear in your pictures with the red balloon? Well, the, uh, okay, since you've, okay, I'm going to kind of let you in on a secret here. Cool. Since there's only the, the three of us and the thousands of your listeners, um, I've never told anybody this, but there is was just sort of a, a weird thing I had in my head for a long time as a sort of a whimsical thing, a bear with a balloon sitting on a bench with me, you know? <laughs> and uh, and I always wanted to put that, you know, make a, make a CD cover with that. So I did that, and then I put it up on my website, and then I we went around different places in Detroit, and then my hometown out here outside of Detroit took pictures of different landmarks and stuff. And the whole idea was there's never a point where I'm looking directly at the bear. And so when people ask me over the years, they say, well, what's the deal with the bear? I always say, what bear? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just a nonsense. It doesn't mean anything. It's just nonsense. And cool. I, I guess I like nonsense. I didn't know if it tied into any of your bits or anything because I, I hadn't heard or seen anything like that. I did watch Becky's liver. That <laughs> that amazing. tickled me. That tickled me. <laughs> Becky's liver. Yeah, that uh, that that too was uh, that was an a from an actual um, show I had done in Cleveland. And now I, I was exaggerating. There were more than six people in the audience. There yeah. Might have been, there might have been like thirty. Oh, I was gonna say seven. A 200-seat showroom, and this is a benefit for a kid who needs a liver? Are you shitting me? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, these people didn't, uh, they didn't have enough sense to be embarrassed about it. <laughs> and I love, too, in the teenagers, uh, the teenagers clip when you asked if anyone was a single parent and nobody said anything. You're like, oh, everyone's paired up out of here. That's great to hear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, it, it, the, the thing, the thing is, that's kind of it's kind of a bad habit I have. Some of my uh, comedian buddies that, that we do that I do shows with, they they kind of check me on that. I have this this sort of bad habit of what they call it polling the audience. I, I don't love want to ask that. Ask a question. How many people got you know? And I don't want to be the guy who does you know. 20 minutes of crowd work. I like just to do jokes, but I mm. genuinely want to know what <laughs> is going on in people's lives. So I'll ask these questions, but that particular question always gets the same response. Nobody wants to say it. And I don't get it. I mean, <laughs> it's it, not it, nothing to be ashamed so, of anymore. <laughs> it's like, I didn't, I didn't ask who had chlamydia. I said, who's a single parent? <laughs> Pete and, raised his and, hand. Uh, <laughs> I the chlamydia part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird thing, but yeah, um, that, that, that's a bad habit of mine. I, um, I like I it. Gotta... One of our buddies um, recently sent me a clip of himself doing stand-up, Alan, um, okay. and I just loved it because he was he was getting on some you know racy uh, subject matter, and you'd hear the audience go, oh, like they were <laughs> they were upset, and he didn't make it a public video, but he, he shared it with me, and I was just, I was so happy to see the audience cringing at some of his jokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I love making them cringe. I love making them cringe and then making them pay for cringing. Because, you, you know, you can't, you, come on, you can't be an adult and walk into a comedy club and put your 15 bucks down and think you're only going to hear non-offensive uh, stuff, or, you know, it's like, yeah. come on, throw up. Exactly. Now, this, this, this clip that your buddy did, um, did he address the groaning or the, the, the you know, the people uh, objecting to it? Uh, no, um, I loved it because he just went on with it and it made it better for me because I enjoy that personally, <laughs> seeing the crowd uncomfortable and him just, you know, keep going on. I loved it. Me <laughs> too. I love that too. If a guy, if any comedian, I don't care what they're saying. I don't care. I don't care how jarring it is or how quote unquote offensive it is. By the way, you can't offend a, a, a stand-up comedian. You just can't do it. Yeah. I don't care. How, I don't care how jarring or surprising it is. If even if it's not great comedy, if they commit and just keep they just keep augering into the ground. Yes. I love that. That's, that's one of my favorite things to see. Me too. And that, that, that's what they say is a comedian's comedian when somebody does that. Like they yeah, just... that's that's one of the one of the titles they give you. Uh, yeah, uh, suicidal is another uh, sometimes. <laughs> Constant suicidal I, is what I have. <laughs> I, I I think I really I, I'm not saying this is the best comedy. What I like what I like to see is somebody who challenges the audience or says something, you know, that people know to be true. It's an uncomfortable truth, and you get people squirming in their chairs, but then they turn around and they get them comfortable with that's, it because they're looking around, okay, that, that's all of us. That's, that's what he was doing, and that's what I like about you, too, because you seem like you go you go a little harsh, and then you, you reel them back with something real funny, and they can relate to it, and then you come back, come back with it. Were you talking about what I'm doing? Well, you and and Alan actually, that's the way he, you know, that thinking of his his set. That's what he did too. And okay, yeah, that's that's yeah. That's I, a talent. I, I have not seen his stuff, but mm. I that is kind of that's kind of my natural style too. I like yeah. to throw out something that might be a little unnerving, and then you know reel him back in, and you know you do a little wink, and they'll they'll forgive you. You know, yeah. <laughs> but, but 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 I did. This was this was two weeks ago. We had we had these shows. Uh, up in it's just a little town called Holly, Michigan, and it's a great little it's a great little comedy club up there. It's a, ba it's a basement club, stone walls, low ceilings, sold out every show. But um, the owner 
told me like five minutes before the show, she says, we have 50 people here from a birthday party and uh, they're all 70 and up. Can you keep it clean? And I, I said, I, I, I'll do my best, but you want me to do an hour. There's no yeah. way I can do an hour. I could do 20 minutes clean. So <laughs> the, the solution to that was just to kind of know that here comes the dirt. And I would stop and say, okay, you know, cover your ears or something. <laughs> So it became less offensive, but but it was really awkward. It was just it, I, yeah. you know, it, it was hard. It was hard to get a rhythm, you know, because wow. I, I had I had the you know the jury in the back of the room of seventy year olds, mm. uh, you know, <laughs> pronouncing judgment. You should have just kept repeating the same twenty minutes. They would have never noticed. <laughs> well, they, they, you know what? I gave up about a half an hour in. So I got to do my act. There's there's a hundred other people here who want yeah to see what I do. And I just said, to hell with it. If I get complaints, I get complaints. So the, now the lady came up to me. She's the birthday girl. She's got a fucking tiara on her head. And I swear to God, she's got a tiara. And she's got a little bow that somebody has put on her sweater. And she goes, I just want to tell you, I, I didn't like the some of your jokes. And I thought she was going to tell me she didn't like that I dropped an F-bomb here and there. Yeah. And I, I said, okay, well, I'm sorry. Was it the swearing? She goes, no, it was the joke about your nuts. <laughs> She likes them a little saggier. Uh, yeah, a 70-year-old birthday girl with a tiara actually talked about my nuts after the show. <laughs> I think that's, I won. That's going on a resume. Right? It is. It should. <laughs> it should. Oh, shit, Bob, we have to wrap this up, dude, but thank you so much for talking to us. Hey, you guys are great. I, I come on anytime. I appreciate it, and uh, let me know uh, if... Uh, you need uh, you need some other guests. We got a lot of funny guys here and, uh, and ladies here in Detroit. I will I will definitely talk to you about that. And where can everybody find you? Find you? Uh, this weekend I am at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, the I think the following weekend uh, I'm at a uh, oh I'm at a place called Frankenmuth. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, that's a German city up near Flint, the one that uh, Michael James doesn't like. He, he wants to nuke Flint. Uh, it's a, it's a I, you know, that's a private show. Never mind. It doesn't matter. So come on see you in Ann Arbor if, uh, if you're around these parts. Awesome. And what's your website? It is bobphillipscomedy.com. And that's Phillips with two L's, bobphillipscomedy.com. Awesome. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. You too. I have you a too. better one. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys, we're going on break. Back with the second coming of... The <laughs> second coming of the Messiah. The Messiah, the motherfuckers, and you better call because we need help. <laughs> we'll be back. I'm going to take a few shots before this one. <laughs> <laughs> Give me like... Hey, it's creepy old guy from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Bob and No, guy. No, no. It's Rob and Slim. Rob and Slim? Yeah, Rob and Slim. I thought it was the Bob and Tom show. No, Rob and Slim. All right. Uh, yeah, creepy old guy here from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Rob and Slim show, I guess. All right, I'm going to go get a drink. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> you all seeing Brown Messiah. <laughs>
<laughs> Waiting. Tan. Tan. Not stirred. Burnt. Yar. I got to get a shot of vodka for this. Still hoping she calls. Larissa, if you're listening, please call. We really would like to talk to you. I'm running for president. <laughs> she is. Presidente. Like the great Slambo. <laughs> Slamborghini. You two should debate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to tell everybody to visit the pretzel company. The pretzel yes. factory. In Freehold. The, what's it? The pretzel. I can't remember because the thing's not <laughs> up. No. Because... The banner fall out. Oh, hold on. Wait. Yeah, the banner. <laughs> the hangover pretzel company dot com. From Freehold, New Jersey. Yep. Yeah, it's the. Yep. Uh, the magazine good. ribs. All right. Pizza down. Yeah, really, guys. To be a man, you must have honor, honor, and a team. Robin Slim Show. Yo. What's up, Ralph? <laughs> You're not the Messiah. What is this bullshit? It's Jesus. I am the Messiah. <laughs> Messiah. Messiah. Messiah powers activate. <laughs> I don't know. That a, fucking. A dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Megan Kelly. <laughs> it's Amy Schumer. Do you have Amy her number? Schumer Can we call her? Squatted face. <laughs> I saw a fucking uh, commercial where she was doing a spot with somebody, and it, it was it was at the worst possible forty five degree angle from your shoe, and I was like, "Holy damn, that bitch got fat." <laughs> <laughs> Still fuck her. She wouldn't fuck me. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I agree. I'd fuck Amy Schumer. All my yeah. friends are like, "Oh, she's disgusting. Why would you fuck her?" Like, oh, she's all right. I'd fuck her for the title. For the title, just the to title. say you fucked Amy title Schumer. Money <laughs> for, the, for the fucking check that I would get. Pete says he would fuck B. Arthur for the title. <laughs> Maybe. <So. laughs> Maybe is this odd? <laughs> I don't know. I should go on the Hotmail and check. She's mm. The only Hotmail account we have is Ron Cheese. She's busy curing the sick and raising the dead. Yeah, she's got her Messiah priorities. She knows her show. She talked to us before. She agreed yeah. to do it. So she figured like... out that Ron and Cheese were Rob and Slim, and she just maybe that's her joke. Maybe How long did it take her to figure that out? Until <laughs> this morning. Are but you fucking serious? No one else figured it out, bro. This is the first time we've been called. <laughs> 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 she has all-knowing powers <laughs> or something. She knows. She's the messiah. <laughs> Fucking cunt. She, she knew you before you were even... Maybe, she she's, maybe she's fucking with us and waiting to hear all the shit we're talking about her before she calls. <laughs> maybe she's putting out a video about us right now. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I watched some of her... Uh... Her stuff. I, I think I've seen it before. She's yeah. been on the show. Yes, we did have her on a long, long time ago. What that might first... be why I've heard of her. Yeah. She had, what one happened of our... on that interview? I don't even remember. Frankie called. <laughs> Satan tried to call. Satan me. tried to call, he but his connection, his phone had... melted. No, he had gonorrhea of the throat or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's phone melted. Speaking of. STDs and CD locations. Um, I went to a spa 
a couple months ago. Oh, boy. Do you want to hear about my uh, experience with an Asian spa? <laughs> kind of have to. Yeah. Who can say no at this point? Oh, man. Uh, this, this, I don't think this chick's ever seen an Italian dick before. Like, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I go it's somewhere in fucking. It, it was. Keeps I think it was game a little. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "There's chicks out there that like, like Italian dick." Oh. <laughs> he just went. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was just laughing. At <laughs> <laughs> keep going. He wants this. a dick pig. I'm, I'm trying to jerk off. Just keep on telling the story. Okay. <laughs> Where's the porno music? What are we doing? I'm. I'm, I'm like, hot mail. I'm, did she? Did she? Is she coming through or what? I don't know. Ah, uh, I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> I, I wanted to see how far I could get her, get her to, you know, like just fuck with her faith, <laughs> really make her question every single fucking thing she believes in. I don't think you can because she only believes in herself. She's yeah. the Messiah. <laughs> she tries making money. She tries to have people like put money up and then. But does that mean she's Jesus' sister? Yeah, she's. She said no though. She says there's no release relation to Jesus. She's know, the son weird. of the daughter. Ooh, of the son. fuck does she know? What did she fucking take a blood oh, test? Wait. We got the call. We got a call. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Computer's being really slow. <laughs> Could be the poor music playing. <laughs> I hear that's a group call. Come on! How did the music fuck everything up? <laughs> Damn it! Hold on. Hold on. Should we hang up on Ralph and tell him to call back? No! I got the circle thinking. Oh yeah, you 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 take it off of your pens. <laughs> Scrub your asshole. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, there's still like beeping going on. Is there somebody else calling in? No. Larissa. Yeah. <laughs> Is this Where? the Messiah? Absolutely. How you guys doing? All right. How We're you doing? doing all right. How are you? I'm pretty good, thank you. Thanks for having me tonight. Thanks for coming on. Oh, we'll be All having right, you tonight. <laughs> What's up, guys? I heard your your pussy is godlike. Your thoughts? Well, guess I'll keep that to myself. I don't know. If I, don't, I don't know. I don't fuck myself, so shit. <laughs> Jesus talks like that. <laughs> sure, they. Are you running for president, Larissa? I am. How's that going? How's that going? It's going. <laughs> it is going. And um, it's, you know, down to be a blast. Has, like, Obama ever contacted you back? Because weren't you writing him a bunch of uh, letters and stuff? Well, yeah, I've been contacting him. And no, he's never written right. me back. No one has. I've contacted lots of officials. That's weird. You know, well, I mean, why, you know, how could you say something when you know you're wrong? You know what I mean? You know, the things that I'm saying are based on 96% facts. facts. And no one argues facts. 
okay? So that's why they haven't responded. Their response is low because they are stupid. What, what about the and other 5%? <laughs> the other 5%? Yeah, the other 5%. Of the 95. <laughs> I mean, first of all, there's nothing to be offended by. You know, people get offended because I call people stupid, puny humans and such. But it's only because the average person uses very low cognitive brain function. Not because people want to be stupid. It's just that they were, you know, I they evolved stupid. to that. You so is, it, is being the Messiah the only scam you've done throughout your life? Or has there been other scams? Well, this is not a scam. I'm not a scammer. (laughs) The con, I meant. I'm I'm sorry, we met con. Con, Cons get money, don't they? Yeah, have you gotten any? They do. You don't have a goat. Come on, you don't have a goat, Larissa. You got to have like a goat fund fund or something. Because you spent all your money on Powerball. (laughs) Okay, well, my work that I do for God and for tomorrow and why I'm running for president I do that for free. So what about Jesus? Only- what was he then? Jesus was a heightened receptor. He also spoke to God. He was also a very good person. He just was not the Messiah. If was he Jesus Italian, was black, Messiah- or Japanese? Because I've, I've never figured that out. <laughs> I think he looked okay, like... God's chosen is not relegated to a race or a gender. I like it's the Italian a- Jesus. Italian <laughs> Jesus? He was a cool guy. On my yeah. mom's wall. <laughs> Insect Jesus. Jesus is what you want to be. You Robot know what I mean? Jesus. So, hold oh, wait. I got to go back there. Did you just say that Jesus wasn't, he wasn't the Messiah? He was just a yeah. dummy. He was a puny, confused he was, boy. He was like no, he, the prequel. He wasn't. He was no, no, no. Jesus is God's chosen. He Buddha had nice very, tits. Buddha does have some nice tits. He did a good job for humanity. But if Jesus was the Messiah, there would not be a condition of mostly negative circumstance in America or anywhere else right now. Babies wouldn't be dying. Terrorists wouldn't be getting away with. Yeah, what about those guys, the Arabs? What about those babies with the uh, the flippers or the guts coming out of their belly (laughs) buttons? I heard that was because of uh, Section 8. Oh, that's because the aliens are putting fluoride in the water. In Lyme's disease. In Lyme's disease. In Wisconsin. It, it, oh, it oh Detroit, I meant. So, okay, so in other words, when you have a situation when someone voluntarily chooses to harm an innocent other, you are dealing with a circumstance that is adverse. Some people call it satanic, but most certainly it's negative. Are you going to fight Satan? Only, I'm sorry? Are you going to fight Satan? Um, of course, as should you and everyone else. Satan uh, is not your friend. Well, we want to know, though, like, are you going to have an actual fist fight? I just think if I've, with, I've like... done everything Satan likes, he's going to hook me up. <laughs> well, if... I heard Satan's got really way. good weed. <laughs> I heard he's got a weed nice package. Listen. How you know you are a person who loves satanic programming or mostly negative circumstances? I don't. If, if you can do something you mostly to negative show. voluntarily. Okay? You enjoy burning. I got a question. Do you, uh, <clears throat> have you ever had a uh, hot Cosby? No, I've never had a hot Cosby, thank God. What about a slow Cosby? 
<laughs> that cold <laughs> but yeah, so guys, listen, I'm running for president because America's so intern, so intern, our intern is running for president. I too. have his commercials. He so actually has a really fight. good. He, he does fight demons. fight demons. He's very good. He doesn't like it, Arabs. <sighs> Okay, well, we're going to stay in reality. Okay, what we like to do is we like to stay in reality. All right? So, hello, everybody. Hi, who's this? Hi, caller. Who's this? I'm a Satanist. You're a Satanist? And I believe in Satan. And Satan is the Messiah. What about the Antichrist? And I have a tramp stamp of Satan on my ass. And he's poking me in my ass with a pitchfork. Well, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> you know, that's what makes you fly. That you know, do it. Hey, do you do okay, drugs, Jesus? But we're going to do. You know, I think you're my manager. I think you're my manager at work. Oh, is that right? Because she thinks she's the Messiah too. Well, we have it out that. all the time. I wonder if God yeah, is when you say, <laughs> when you say you Satan, do you worship? Do you like I'm a Satanist. I'm a Satanist. Chicks with okay, so Satanists. <laughs> do they love when people get hurt? You like it when people get hurt? Innocent people? Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. I get I'm off on it. Okay. I'm I'm it. I had sex on top of a corpse once with myself. <laughs> I climax okay. to so it. Let me, share, let me share this with you. Anything that you do... That I'm going to be Satan's bitch when I go to hell. I'm, I'm going to go to hell so I can rape Satan. You're going to rapid death. You're going to die. You're going to age rapidly and die, my dear. So you can know mm-hmm. Satan all you want. And I'll see you there, too. And I'll see all my friends there, even my manager from work. Well, I'll be there. Who's also the Messiah. Good company. There's a lot of these Messiahs. <laughs> I have a serious question. Okay. Okay, caller. He's the Messiah, too. He had a vision. Hold on, Satan. Hold on, Satan. I got the beard here. (laughs) Hold on, Satan. What about the goats? We have a serious question from a caller. Being that you're religious and you say you're the Messiah, um, after you wipe, do you smell it? Okay. Do you wipe front to back or back to front? I'm not religious, okay? So let's just clear that up. I'm so you not said religious. Fuck Jesus what I am is a person who comprehends mostly positive circumstances. Okay? We can build and synthesize time. Listen, if you if believe in the last Messiah, you are religious. If you believe in a Messiah, you are religious. Well, I believe in God, but religion is just a practice, my friend. That's religion. Okay? That's religion. It's not a practice way of life. Okay, like if you're a Satanist a and you not do right. that has nothing to do with more crime. That has nothing to do I'm with I'm not a Wicca. I'm not, I'm not Wicca. I'm a Satanist. Okay, you don't have to be I believe in the devil. My grandfather Ron Okay, so you the devil? You realize the devil didn't Yep, and the devil stands on his own. Okay, well, if you believe, if you have a on the cheese show, as opposed to working uh, yeah. in the mountains, then by all means do so. But that comprehend that makes you speak with puny humans. This is Ron Burlington. Just telling you to vote for me. 
in the slam bikini. Take me to the park. Twenty sixteen. We gonna Anybody beat this woman in the polls. We're already ahead and fast. Satan and God call each other on a daily basis. On a daily basis, we're gonna make Hillary We're gonna make Hillary and Bernie eat their shit. We're gonna make Trump and Cruz eat their shit. They all just gonna be eating their shit. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! I just wanted to shut up. Um. So, when did you first realize you were God's bitch? When did I, when did I what? I said, when did you first realize? Was it immaculate? Mm, good point. When did you realize you were God's bitch? When did I realize I was God's bitch? About, mm. At about 2011? Did he pimp And guess what? Every last one of us are God's bitches, whether you know it or not. Okay? Comprehend that if you sit around in your own sick mind and believe you have free will, the only reason why free you Willie. do that is because you don't know any better. You know what show. We have a caller? Is there a new caller there? Hi, who's this? Yeah, hey, this is Luziante from Hoboken. How you doing? Hey, alright, alright, alright. I wanna talk to the Messiah. Okay. Yes, he's here. Talk to the Messiah. I wanna talk to the Messiah. Uh, today's the anniversary of Whitney Houston winning the Lipstick Battle with the Super Bowl. And I wanna know when you're bringing him back. Yeah, bring Whitney oh, back. Yeah. We want Whitney back. And Derek Jeter back. He's gotta come back to the Yankees. You guys are stuck in the time zone considered yesterday. All you can really calculate is most negative circumstance and death, okay? That's all you can look forward to. Every last one of you that's on this panel and on the phone, only that's thing you know about is now is negativity, sweetheart. And the Messiah is supposed to deal with that shit, so deal with it. I mean, if, you, if you're willing to die, that's great. That's I like death and negativity. Muhammad, how are you going to stop negativity. the Islamists out there? Messiah. We're looking for answers, Messiah. Give us some answers. What are you going to do to stop terrorism? You cannot, you cannot be listening if you're talking. Messiah it's about time for the Messiah to return and change shit, don't you think? Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! Ask them what they meant. What's going on? Cracking our solar system. I'm just getting very sexually aroused from hearing this conversation. Charlie Sheen, Charlie 
Holy shit is mm. waiting for a fucking cure. Okay, if you have to give it a little bit better. I don't want to argue with you guys. Charlie Sheen is strapping young boy. I want to be looking towards positivity. If you are a negative person, oh, yeah. you'll Keep never yelling like that. see tomorrow. Keep yelling like okay, that. Okay, anybody who is mostly attracted to negativity will never see tomorrow. You're really attracted to the sound of your voice. <sighs> okay? Sister Messiah. Just comprehend that. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you guys live. I'd like to help you. If you don't want help, you can go kill yourself right now. Go home. Go in your closet. Get your best gun and shoot your motherfucking self in the head. No, hey, thank you. If you don't want to live, what, what are you, what are you what should have been fighting for? Stay I like it when you sound angry yet. like that. So why are you waiting? Don't wait. Go do it right now. Messiah said Listen, we're all gonna die. Yes, she did. That's amazing. <laughs> that made my day. <laughs> it's inevitable. Satan is it's gonna inevitable. Take you You're going to die. So don't kill yourself right now. Why are you still here talking to me when all you want is death? Come on, come on. You feel me? The rhetoric, you can miss me with it. If you want to live, holler at me. If you want to die, go kill your motherfucking self. I like slow deaths. The answer to life is positivity, ma'am. I can't explain nothing to you if you don't want to listen. When you're 140, you're not going to die. You you're going to live until you're 200 degrees? You have no idea the hell she can bring you. 200 degrees. It's impossible. It's inevitable. No, it's we're all going to die. The reason why you feel it's impossible is because you worship Satan, love. Honey, God brings you time. Do you understand? You can't you time for nothing. Listen, sweetheart. I'm going to see you in the end and hell. We're all going to see each other in the end. Okay, well, you're not listening. There is only I saw baby Jesus one time. What good was Jesus if people are actually around him worshiping Savior? Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Okay? But anyway, what I would bring America, of course, is real time increase. Right now, America is looking at a global extinction. If you want to live, Love you, Larita. Thank you. Looking out for you. Bless you. Lots of love from Satan. It's <laughs> the Messiah. Where you going? Yo, she's got work to do. She's the Messiah. She hung up. I I don't know. I didn't hear a hang up sound, so I don't know if she's just Hello? listening to us. 
I, I have so to like close. walk over and look to see if she's, she's still so on the phone or not. Dude, that what was that was some. Oh, like, <laughs> that was some like fire and brimstone shit right there. That was there, enjoyable. That was... <laughs> Isn't the Messiah supposed to die and then come back? Yeah. I love that she was telling you to kill yourself. That made me laugh. <laughs> but she's back. I heard she's back. Is she back? I don't know. Is she still on? I don't even know if she all got so, I mean, she's back. She's here. She called in. Oh. She never left. She's always been here. She's supposed to die and then come she's back. She's all knowing. Over she, a mountain or something. She some did. Shit. She was on like a year ago However, and then she came back. That was her second she comment. She traveled light years from the astral plane, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> she came from the far side. The second coming of... I was hoping we could have got it for the whole hour, but... I was geez. not. <laughs> but I can't believe she stayed on those as long as she did. I can't believe she agreed to do another interview. I know. <laughs> After knowing Positivity, she... boys, boys. Positivity <laughs> makes you live for yeah, the rest right. of your life. I Make a note. Get your pens. And your pencils and write this down. Positivity. I drank positivity one time. That's what she said. And I lived forever. She insulted all of us at one point, I think, no. with the negativity. I forget what it exactly she was. She said we're but all going like, Every Yeah, everybody on this panel, everyone on the phone, uh, it's going to die a you terrible You can't time. have yin without the yang. Yay. That's all I know. We're all going to fucking die. It's inevitable. Yeah. What if she like? And castle? Jesus Christ is the only Messiah, so. Yes. <laughs> Hell. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Living in the living in the project and having food stamps doesn't make you the fucking Messiah. So, anywho, it made me a better person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are all better people. Yeah. I feel uh just I'm a better person. I'm a changed man. After the Ron and Cheese show brought us all together, so I think they're the Messiah. I think they need the church. I feel renewed. I feel extra blessed tonight. I have. I blessed in my. I have a giant boner from hearing her rant and rave like that. Oh, I love how she starts out very nice and very calm, and then she just turns into like this monster. You don't agree with her. She's having it. Pissing. Tell people to fucking kill themselves. <laughs> I fucking love it. She's she told me but that's to go positive. And blow my brain. But you, you understand <laughs> that that's positive, though. That's her being then positive. That makes me the Messiah because I'll come back and heal all of mankind. We we almost broke her stick. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm literally telling her, come on, call, call her a white bitch. You, you know you want it. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, it's, so it's not the first time and it wouldn't be the last time. <laughs> I, I feel like we could do that call at least once I a year. I feel like I could call the Westboro Baptist Church right now. That's my manager, I'm telling you. I'm going to figure it out tomorrow <laughs> when I go to work. I'm going to be like, Messiah? That's you, right? <laughs> Larissa Edwards. get her to call next week. Yeah, that would be oh, a real talent. She would do it every week. I guarantee. <laughs> oh boy! How do we get her a show? <laughs> <laughs> she has a YouTube channel. 
Right, yeah, and you know, was she sitting there? She's sitting she there trying to tell that. us, trying to tell us that she doesn't make any money doing yeah, this. But be, like, that could that could be a new show, the Messiah. Yeah, the Messiah and friends. Calling? I'm calling the Westboro Baptist Church right now to see what they say about the it. The Messiah and and the Satanists, and we can just argue back and forth at each other. <laughs> Is that her calling back? Hello. His church obedience to the commandments of God and his promise to bless you if you will obey him. Oh, you got her voice, man? No, no. this is the Westboro Baptist okay. Media or are seeking an interview, press one. One! Oh God, she's got her own her own voicemail system. Press one. If you would like to connect to God now, press two. This is Messiah customer service. Press one for English. Press two. Press my own. If you would like to speak to the Holy Spirit, press two. If you want heaven, press Ocho. <laughs> if you want Star Wars: The Force Awakens, press nine. If you would like to leave a message for God, press zero. Religious system, press eight. If you are calling, if your mother sucks cocks in hell, press nine. <laughs> Worthy of responding to the power of Christ compels you. If you're a Slamborghini Burlington, press 10. Send us an email. If you want Hello, the morning star, John. press 666. Thank you for calling heaven. This is John. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking for Prophet Mohammed, press 7. <laughs> for fat Buddha tits, press 23. <laughs> Hello, I'm here, customer service. My name is Peter. I am in Wyoming. <laughs> I don't know how to get rid of this shit. You are a member of the or are seeking an interview. Press one. I did. I press one. General information about the Westboro Baptist Church. Read the shit mail system doesn't even work. Oh fuck. You are an American patriot. Press four. I did. Press all of them, you cunt. Or are calling in support of the armed forces. Press five. If you are calling about gay rights, if you would like to be crucified, if you're calling cross, about gay press, rights, if you're Lucas Corbana, press sixty nine. Hindu, a Buddhist, a Muslim, a Jew, or any other. If not, go in the closet and shoot yourself. Because I am the Messiah. If you're a Jew, get in the oven or the shower. You fucking heebie bastard. Is worthy of responding to these. Otherwise. I think I gotta hang up on everybody. If you're looking for gay heaven, press pound, pound, pound. (laughs) If you're Frankie McDonald, press drizzle. (laughs) If you'd like your weather reading from Frankie McDonald, (laughs) press cloud, cloud, star. If you'd like to see Frankie eat fifty watermelons, press. For Ty Schwartz, spell bullets. If you are a member of the media... Hey, you guys ever talk to Ty Schwartz again? No, we should book a Ferrana cheese. <laughs> yes. Yes. Catch up on her career. Do we still have the wig? Yes, we do. Yes. Get that lawsuit going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened with that. Just, what does she want with American Patriots? No, that was the Westboro Baptist Church I was trying to get on. <laughs> Yo, turn off your radio. Turn off your computer or your microwave. Caller, turn off your radio. Turn up. No. From turning down from what? (laughs) Sorry. I'm a little closer to it. My apologies. (laughs) 
We love hearing ourselves. We love that people are loving us and listening. I'm drinking red wine. Oh, I got cried. I got some uh, pinnacle whipped cream. <laughs> I got some whipped cream vodka, as courtesy of yes. Dave Hodge. Oh yeah, and that smells pretty good. I hear. Great. I bet it comes in a fancy plastic bottle. What's yeah, that, Ralph? It does. Can, can we do I want to nominate Pete as the new Messiah and do an aggressive YouTube and Twitter campaign oh. just around her. Yes. As him being the new Messiah. Calling her out, saying you're the Messiah. I can. I'm in. Yes. Raise the Let's dead. do it. Will you please be shirtless, at least in it, and a diaper? I have to wear a Dave or Pete? Dave. <laughs> no, it's not long. A thong. A thong. We a thong. need to see you in a thong, Pete. And a half shirt. Oh, man. Yeah. Please. Please. It'll be so hot. Please. 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 Oh, please. Oh, please. please. No, I'll think about it. Uh, Maybe next Thank week I'll you. tell you about how the, At the, least the, think the Asian about spa whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> you could try to tell now. I yeah. just think there's too... I mean, it was very odd. Um... You, you go into this 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 house, um, and it was it's weird because it was on the main road, and you go in there, you don't know what to expect, and there's this little old Asian woman. She goes, "Oh, you come, you come in now, you come here, you come here. I bring girl for you." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. So she's like, "This is a Yuki. Yuki are gonna take care of you." <laughs> All right. How much is it? Oh, $80. Okay, $80. Here you $80. go. $80. Yeah, $80. 80 What happened to five? $5. Oh, $5 was for later. Um, so the cleanup fee. This happened, about, this happened about two months ago. So I go, she, I give her the 80 bucks. And she fucking, uh, I'm just seeing you now, putting your asshole against the microphone. Did you recover from your rash? Uh, so, you know, they, they go, she, I go into the room with her. I'm like, all right, this is cool. She's hot. So I'm like, yeah, this is cool. She's like, okay, you would take off all of your clothes. I've met this chick for not even 15 seconds. And she's like, take your clothes off. Oh, all right. Wow. You know that shit was off. You're like, okay. Yeah, so she gives me a towel, which is the size of a fucking washcloth for me. So I, I'm like, ha I got it half on. She's like, yeah. okay, you, you are coming outside. So we go into this little fucking, like, bathhouse. And she goes, all right, you, you, you get on the table. And it looks like one of those chiropractor tables. <laughs> With the donuts. Yeah. With a circle in the middle so you can put your face in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she's taking, and I'm lying on this thing. <laughs> Sorry, we're on a little delay, and I'm looking at this fucking washcloth. <laughs> it's Slim's jizz rag. <laughs> it is. So, um, yeah, so she, now she's washing me. This was really fucking odd. I'm like, I don't know how to get turned on like this because she's washing me like a mother would wash a baby. <laughs> like, she's she's literally, literally putting her soapy finger in my asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. I am not making this up. What I want to know is if you like that. <laughs> no. 
No, it no. just, it didn't, I didn't have any feelings about it. It was just more that um, I just didn't know where this was going. I said, do I come across as the kind of guy that wants that? <laughs> now I'm so fucking insecure. From the board. What was that, Dave? What's that, Dave? I look for you. Oh, uh, one more time. How much extra to milk the prostate for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get, well, it was extra, so we'll get there. Um, that's what I didn't know. <laughs> when, <laughs> they, they, they hooked you with that. They, well, you liked well, when, it. When, when you tell me it's 80 to get in, I'm thinking, oh, cool. That well, covers whatever everything. Happens, happens, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> No, so, <laughs> so. Oh, you can eat. Age and age. Yeah. Turn your eyes. It's slanted. not the same as the buffet. <laughs> well, since since I'm I'm American, so my eyes are gonna get really really gigantic, and I'm gonna have like some kind of superpower coming out of my dick, but it's gonna t I don't know. Fuck it. Tentacles. So, Tentacles. Tenic oh, ooh. I, I saw that one time. That wasn't a good time. I thought that was a little fucking weird. Um, so, I'm trying to skip this ad. I'm sorry. It's oh. playing. But, anyway. Um, we go back in the room after I'm all washed. Because I was, like, telling her, no, 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 no. I already took a shower before I got here. Well, I guess they still want to wash you regardless. So she's, and here's the worst part. She's using a fucking loofah. And, and, and I'm like, Who how many fucking, how many bodies has this fucking thing been on? <laughs> Slams, Pete's. Yeah. You can see my pubes uh, stuck to it. Pubes on the soul. Well, we'll get there. Um, so I'm all washed up. She gives you pedicure. Um, we, we go back in the room and she starts actually massaging me and I'm like okay this kind of sucks and so she so I didn't have any more money with me except like 50 bucks take a credit card take my no, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't I asked <laughs> American As she would take your spleen? <laughs> <laughs> take the Messiah's book? Me taking your eyeball now. Me taking your testicle. Messiah. Uh, um, so, I'm like, all I got is 50 bucks on me. She's like, oh, you never been a spa before? And I'm like, no, I've never been a spa before. And she's like, oh, well... And, and then she looks at my dick and she goes, oh, I've had a rough a day. I do for you, for you, for free. <laughs> no, like, uh, like, I just gave my prostitute fu a fucking work headache. Like, I, she's all she the... She walked off the job because of you. She, she literally goes... The washcloth oh, time to this moment. <laughs> Did she charge you for the washcloth? <laughs> You did the walk of shame. No, she she gave me a nice massage. She goes, okay, I did this for you a one time, and I'm like, sweet. But like the fact that I gave a, a, a prostitute my fu a fucking work headache. I mean, 
that didn't really set the mood. I'm not going to lie. Um, so she won't stop calling me. She's like, when do you come back with the $200? Oh. Oh, the $200. She says I can fuck her for $200. And I'm like, no. Yeah, you got to haggle um, that shit, man. Bring oh, it down. Just keep bringing it down. <laughs> I, I got a hand job for 50 so yeah. and, it, and it was good. So you, so you could probably get sex for like 20 I got a place. If you shave your ball bags, I'd be a little freaked out, baby. <laughs> Should have gave it to the Messiah. She would have made you feel like you died and went to heaven. I bet I, I would spit on your ass, crack. I bet we could gangbang the Messiah if we really wanted to. <laughs> I think she'd be down. I think she'd be down <laughs> the whole time, but I mean, whatever. She's a salty chick. It's all over. <laughs> Uh, she'll be even saltier when we're done with her. <laughs> Later, we can use her face to de-ice the roads. <laughs> gargle! I want to hear you gargle, baby! Don't gargling, all right? All right. You want to wrap it up? Yeah! All right. Ralph, Jules, Thanks Dave. Thank, thank you, guys. All. Thank you Take so much. Take me to the park, goddammit. Take me to the park. <laughs> you know, by like... the way, before I go, that whole story, still true, but it was a dude. So I got to go. Talk it's to even better now. It's oh. even better now. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> See y'all later. <laughs> See ya. Listen to the replays and... Check us out on IPM Nation. We're go on Robin Slim Show at on Twitter at whatever. Twitter, Robinson. Yeah, Google Robinson. Robinson or Ron and Cheese Show. Yeah, yeah, you'll find us either way. All right, love you guys. Check us out next week. See you. We'll be here as always. Later. Later. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.